Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of Awkward Pals with Crystal and Colton. I'm Crystal. I should be Colton. You, that would track. Yeah, uh, adds up. And here we are at our new day on Tuesdays because uh, with Loki coming up, releasing on Wednesdays, I didn't want like that to be the off day where I'm editing the episode because then we would we'd just be behind talking about the show. So I'd rather have it like come out the day before, you know, just you know, listen to what we think about one episode before the next episode. But with that, it also means it has not been a full week since our last episode, and there's just not a lot to talk about. Like, I guess we could talk about like the new, like casting news for Knives Out Two, or we could talk about you know how I'm I'm not really confident in in the CDC's decision to to say that. Fully vaccinated people can go without masks just because I don't trust people to to talk to to be you know truthful Wise. about that. But those aren't really full conversations that we can fill an episode with. And what I thought would be a lot more fun, and you know if this goes well, we might try to do more things like this in the future. But I'm gonna see how well I can teach Colton. Uh, the entire plot of the Kingdom Hearts series. Uh, something that, that I love that I don't even think I've even mentioned on the podcast up until now. So, uh, and there will be, a, there will be a quiz at the end. So, and I have not seen the questions beforehand, because I looked up one online. I've not seen the questions beforehand. So this will also see how good of a job I've done at teaching him. To see if if I've told him the answers to these questions. So, Colton, are you ready to get started and I'm as ready learn as, as much as you can? Yeah, I got my notes. My All right. Microsoft Word pulled up. So, so we actually want to start way back, like hundreds of years ago. We don't even know how long ago. Uh, in the age of fairy tales. Okay. Now, I, I want to be clear. This part is is what what I'm a little less familiar with, so I'm gonna do my best here. But this this is where I'm not I'm not as sure about what's going on. Um, but essentially, back you know back then there were there were just countless Keyblade wielders. They were everywhere, right? Um, and there were there were five factions. Uh, and Keyblade Wielders would align themselves with a faction. And it was sort of like... It was, it was, all, it was all good. Everything was cool. Um, until, you know, the, the leaders of this faction, they each represented an animal. Um, and they had their uh, master above them, the Master of Masters, who had uh, this, this book of prophecies. It was a book... That, that foretold the future. Um, and within this book, it was said, yeah. So, so each, of the, each of the leaders of the factions like had their own role that they were supposed to play. Um, however, it was said within this book that one of the leaders would be a traitor. There was a traitor amongst them, but they, they didn't know who. Um, so obviously this made them turn on each other, and, uh, meanwhile, 
while all this is going on, uh, the Master of Masters has this other apprentice, Lushu, and it is Lushu's job to essentially pass down the Master of Masters Keyblade through future generations. Uh, because as we find out, the Master of Masters Keyblade has this little this little eye in it. And he sees through this eye, and it is actually what allows him to see into the future uh, to write the Book of Prophecies. So therefore, we already know that Lushu is successful, right? What's this guy's name? How do you spell that? Lushu, L-U-X-U. Uh, oh, no, that was definitely not what I was spell it like <laughs> um, spell like Mushu from Milan <laughs> <laughs> well uh, so it's his job to not only bring this uh, bring this keyblade through the future pass it down into future generations but to also take this box now to this day we still don't know what's in this box um but remember earlier I mentioned you know all the all the, the leaders of the factions, you know, there was a traitor, they didn't know who, this made them turn on each other. This eventually leads to what is known as the Keyblade War. Uh, all the factions turn on each other. It's just complete chaos. Most of them die. Almost all of them die. Um, and the few survivors that are left... Um, there, there's, here's where, I'm, here's where I get a bit fuzzy, okay? There's some people who are kind of tasked with moving them forward. I'm not really sure how. To be honest, this is, this is in the mobile game, and it hasn't, it hasn't finished yet. Um, they haven't finished updating the story to the mobile game. But they're just sort of kind of tasked with getting, with getting these survivors, um, they don't want them to remember the war, so they make them uh, relive everything before the war in a dream world, so that when they wake up, they think everything was just a dream. Okay? Okay, so so far? Mm-hmm. I, I got a lot of notes. Uh-huh. It is, it is fucking wild. Uh-huh, right, yeah. Remember, we're just we're just in the mobile game right now. <laughs> we haven't like gotten into a main game yet. Let's fucking go. Almost <laughs> half page notes already. So, uh, there there's sort of now five new leaders of the Dandelions. They're kind of the group that's tasked with moving them forward, and one of these leaders is a kid named Ventus, which, um, this, you know, his, his inclusion surprised a lot of people, which we'll, we'll get into later, um, but, but that's just, that's just a name to, to, to keep in your head Ventus. for right now. Is it like V-E-N-T-I-C-E? V-E-N-T-U-S. Ah, that makes Ventus. a lot more sense. <laughs> um, he just goes by Ven for short, so we'll just call him Ven from here on out. Um, but eventually things happen. The game isn't done updating yet, so we'll move on from that. We skip ahead quite a bit uh, to be introduced to this young boy 
uh, named Xehanort, who lives on uh, Destiny Island, a a location that will that we will revisit. Um, but he he longs for more. He wants he wants more out of life, and through means that we will come to understand later, he is uh, pushed towards. Learning the Keyblade. Now, by this point, there are very few Keyblade wielders left. Um, this is this is way after the war. Most Keyblade wielders are gone. Uh, Keyblades have just sort of been passed down for a while. Um, but Ventus goes. Uh, Ventus, sorry, not Ventus. Xehanort goes to study uh, with um, with. A few other students uh, named Ericus is is the important one, uh, and a few more, and they do some stuff. This is the other mobile game that also hasn't had its story finished yet. Good. Um, good. But we learn that other than Ericus, it seems that the rest of the students he studied with are dead. Um, but while studying with Ericus, he gets. The Master of Masters Keyblade, the one that has the eye that sees into the future, that allowed the Master of Masters to write the Book of Prophecies. Um, he gets older, you know, again, much more time passes, and eventually he comes across Ventus. I'm going to tell you right now, we don't, we don't know why. We don't know why Ventus what happened to him in this time. Because again, that game's not done. We don't understand. Um, this this appearance of Ventus um, would have been our first introduction to him. So it was very much a surprise to see him existing hundreds of years ago. All right? Now, at this point, Xehanort is very much obsessed with um, recreating the Keyblade War. He wants to bring it back, not entirely to that scale, but he wants an equal clash of uh, light versus darkness, because this is what will reveal the titular Kingdom Hearts to him. Um, and he wants, he wants Kingdom Hearts. It's, now, I suppose I should explain what Kingdom Hearts even is at this point. Um, Kingdom Hearts is the heart of all worlds and the heart of all people. Does that make sense? Yes, I'm typing furiously and direct quoting you on this. <laughs> uh, it's the heart of all worlds and the heart of all people. It is a major source of power. Um, and what you know? What I have I've come to realize I've 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 skipped over something very important because oh, I haven't explained I haven't explained why there are many worlds. Because long ago, there actually used to just be one big world. Um, but this one big world was engulfed entirely in darkness. That's the Keyblade War. Um, engulfed entirely in darkness. And, and for it to come back, um, it was actually the light in the hearts of children that, that expelled that darkness and and broke the world into many. So now there are many worlds. Um, 
most of which are each based on a different Disney movie. Okay. 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 Um, so, back I just, to... I just included that Keyblade War thing. Okay. I had to, like, go back That's smart. Yeah. Yeah. That's smart. Cool. Right. So, so, back to uh, Xehanort and Ventus, right? Xehanort is looking for a new apprentice, one that can help him bring this this equal clash of light and darkness but he can't get enough darkness out of Ven. Ven just kind of he, he he can't do it so xehanort comes in and he literally extracts the darkness from ventus's heart to create a new being made entirely of darkness named venetus However, uh, this leaves Ven's heart completely broken. He's, he, he, his, his heart is incomplete. Um, he's, he's not doing well. And please remember, there's a quiz at the end, so stop it, it, me if you have questions. So is, is it Xehanort the one that's not doing well, or it's Venetus that's not doing well? Ven is the one not doing well. Okay. Venetus was created entirely of the darkness within Ven's okay. heart. Okay, cool. So I got that. Leaving... Okay. Then, with a heart of pure light. Hearts of pure light are very important, but it's an incomplete heart. So he's very much um, out of it. There's, there, he's very lifeless at this point. Um, and so Xehanort, now an old man, takes Ven uh, back to his own home, a world of Destiny Islands, sort of just intending to leave him there. But it is here that that um, a new heart reaches out to Ven, that of the newborn Sora, who will later become uh, the main protagonist of the main games in the series. Um, Sora kind of comes and, and promises to, to lend Ven part of his heart um, to help, you know, help recomplete it. So now we have Ven here, kind of with no memories previously, and but he's able to summon his Keyblade. He's able to, um, you know, just kind of he's kind of able to generally do things, but he doesn't remember his life before this moment. Uh, hell, he barely remembers this moment. Um. But Xehanort brings um, Ven to train under um, his own former classmate, Ericus, who, fun fact, uh, is voiced by the incredible Mark Hamill. So Xehanort took him, then? Yes. Xehanort takes Ven to train under Ericus, who already has two students of his own, uh, Terra and Aqua. And Terra kind of catches Xehanort's eye, so we flash forward a few years, and Terra and Aqua, which by the way, Aqua is my favorite Kingdom Hearts character, just overall. Like Aqua, like water? Like Aquafina? Yes. Okay. Yes. Like the talented Aquafina? Um, <laughs> no, get, not, get spelled, not spelled that way. But, um, so it's been, it's a few years later now, um, 
Taranaqua have been training under Ericus for a long time, uh, and they're ready for the Mark of Mastery exam to determine if they are ready to be masters of the Keyblade. Um, and Ven's not ready yet. He's just there to watch and support his, his two best friends in the whole world. Uh, friendship is a very important theme in this series, of course. Um, and in the test, Terra sort of lets his darkness uh, out and and take take control of him. Not to an extreme, but definitely uh, noticed by Xehanort, who is also there to watch uh, this test unfold. And so this this is where this is where Terra really gets his attention. He kind of had his attention before, but now now he he definitely knows he has his sights set on Terra. So at the end of the test, um, Ericus actually cites this as a reason that Terra um, is not ready to be master, and only gives uh, Aqua her mark of mastery. So Aqua is now a Keyblade master, and Terra is not. Um, Terra feels sort of rejected by this, and just goes outside to clear his head to contemplate, you know, why wasn't he ready? And this is when Xehanort approaches him, and and uh, begins his manipulations. Um, and sort of tells him, well, you know, it doesn't matter what Ericus thinks. Uh, I think you're ready to be master, and in fact, I'm a master myself. I could declare you ready, but you're going to need to go out and just just do some stuff for me. Um, which this manipulation continues when... Uh, when Venetus confronts Ventus for the first time now, because while they were separated earlier, Ventus really has no memory of this previously, of course. So, so who are these characters right now? Ventus and Venetus now okay. are in this other moment. Um, Terra's ready to leave to go do these things for Xehanort, and Venetus remember being an apprentice of Xehanort, or a, or a subservient, or what have you, um, starts manipulating Ven. Well, your best friend is leaving. You need to go after him. You need to, you need to, you need to make sure, you know, he's okay, of course. Um, and finally, this leaves Aqua, who is now tasked with bringing Ven home, back to Master Ericus, um, because he wasn't supposed to leave. Now, uh, you know, this is where, you know, we visit some fun, some fun Disney worlds, do some fun stuff, but, um, over the course of this, we learn that Terra's sort of being, uh, manipulated by Xehanort, um, you know, we learn that Xehanort actually wants Ventus and Vanitas to, uh, merge back together, because this will create the mythical Keyblade. Now, this isn't the same Keyblades that we've been talking about before. This is the Keyblade with the Greek symbol key. Also could be pronounced Kai. Um, this is a... This is the um, blade that was used in the original Keyblade War that got split into uh, seven pieces of light and 13 pieces of darkness. 
that's very important. Seven of light, 13 of darkness. You got that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Seven of light, 13 of darkness. There's very so important. much shit going on. Holy fuck. There are I so many storylines. Who, who? We haven't even. Game? We haven't even gotten to Kingdom Hearts one yet. I'm. I have two pages of notes. <laughs> We're just in prequels right now. No, no, no. no, no we no, have no. not gotten to Kingdom Hearts one yet. Holy shit, I'm holy. Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, so right now I got Keyblade time, boys, and then I got uh-huh. Blade used in original Keyblade War, split into seven pieces of light mm-hmm. and darkness. Who did this? Part. Who split the blade? Um, was that Xehanort? This was this was, no. This was a result of the original Keyblade War. This okay. was what ended the war. Was when it was split apart. Um, Xehanort was not around yet in the original Keyblade War. Um. Now I just want you to remember, Xehanort is a very very old man. Yeah. Um, but... Which will become relevant in a moment. Um. Yeah, I wrote Xehanort geriatric, so I got that part. <laughs> um. You know, eventually, um, you know, in this journey through the worlds, um, Terra um, comes to comes to Destiny Island on his own journey um, and finds Sora, who we mentioned earlier, and Sora's best friend uh, Riku, currently um, four and five, respectively, um, and. They're they're getting they're leaving. So there's kind of like two islands in Destiny Islands: the one where they live and the one where the kids play. It's the end of the day. The kids are getting ready to go, like um, take a boat back to um, the island where they live. Sora's dad is there to pick them up. Um, but Tara and Riku kind of catch each other's attention for a moment, and Tara. Uh, makes the decision that he's going to pass his Keyblade on to Riku. Now, this won't be an immediate effect, but... Um, Cut out there for a second. Passes, um, Teru's going to pass his Keyblade Terra is going to pass his Keyblade on to Riku, yes. Um, this, is, this won't immediately take effect, um, but in the future, when Riku is ready to wield a Keyblade... He will be able to now that Terra has given him the ability. Now, around this same time, oh, not around the same time, a little bit later, um, Aqua, or maybe it was a little earlier. It doesn't really matter the order of these two events. Aqua also meets um, this little girl, Kyrie, when they're on a world called Radiant Garden. And Kyrie is also for, um, she, she's being chased by, like, some of the, some of the enemies of the game, and Aqua steps in and saves her, this is actually, Aqua meets Mickey at this moment, which isn't, well, we'll we'll get into what what Mickey's doing in this game in a little bit, but, as I remember, this is a Disney game, I haven't really gotten too much into the Disney stuff, but... But Mickey Mouse is a very important character, actually. Um, but um, after this battle, uh, Aqua... I should mention Aqua, like, her specialty is magic. Okay. Um, 
So she she sort of enchants this necklace that Kyrie is wearing, um, that and and basically says this is going to this is going to protect you. Um, this will this will bring you to a safe place in the future when you are in danger. Um, I should I should actually take a few steps back because when. When Tara was was first going around jumping to some Disney worlds, he actually he meets Maleficent from Sleeping Beauty, and we learn that Maleficent had kind of already met with Xehanort right before this, and Maleficent learns of the existence of seven princesses of heart. Um, now these are seven seven princesses who have hearts of pure light, much like uh, Ven's heart is now. Um, most of these are, are Disney princesses, of course. Um, but she, this kind of inspires her to, to start her journey to, to find all of the princesses. Um, let's see, what else is important right now to talk about before we get into some of the next stuff that happens? This is going to be a longer episode than I anticipated, I think. I, but. I have three new I feel like well, I should. I feel like we should like post it somewhere so people can see like my my side of this fucking story. Because oh the God. people that have seen this, it makes sense somewhat. You know what I mean? Like they uh -huh. know, like they can piece it together because they played the game and shit. I right. I have never fucking touched one of these games. Like I want to. I want to remind our listeners. I'm doing this completely from memory. So I'm gonna jump around a little bit and whatever, but I'm not reading anything right now. This is all from my own knowledge. Um, I love these games so much. <laughs> it's impressive so, that you've pulled this much information just off the cusp uh -huh. like this too. <laughs> so, um, Mickey, that's right. I was talking about what Mickey was doing. Um, Mickey is actually currently uh, training to use the Keyblade under under Yen Sid, who was like that wizard dude from Fantasia, um, who apparently apparently he studied with. Oh no, he didn't study with Ericus and Zaynor, but they were like friends while they studied. I think and, he studied under a different master. And Money Mouse um, is trying to use what the Keyblade. Yes, he's okay. he's learned he's training under Yen Sid. Yen Sid has given up his Keyblade, so he doesn't wield a Keyblade anymore. But he is he's currently training Mickey. To use his keyblade. Um, now, this is now we're getting into the end of of this game of Birth by Sleep is is what this game is. I should probably put in the titles because the quiz at the end might ask like which game things happen in. You know, I so I'm gonna fucking wing it. this whole this whole journey with Terra Ventus and Aqua is Birth by Sleep. Okay, so uh, let me let me do a quick uh, Birth by Sleep. Mm-hmm. So, right. and then the first two um, games that we talked about were mobile games. Were the mobile games? Yes. Um. So. All right. So, then kind of it um meets up with Xehanort. Xehanort, is, you know, is still manipulating him, trying to get him to to remerge with Vanitas. And basically uh, manipulates him into confronting Ericus, um, 
And basically, Ericus kind of comes to the conclusion that he 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 kind of figures out what Xehanort is doing, and he thinks that he needs to kill Ven at this point in order to prevent the the key blade from being forged. Um, thinks he got to kill Ven. Yeah, he's got. He thinks he's got to kill Ven. Why? As yeah. I would expect Xehanort. That's a fucking bad place. Well, so this is when this is when Xehanort um, calls in Terra and he's like, "Yo, dude, Terra, uh, Ericus is totally about to kill Ven right now. You have to go stop him." So really, this is all part of Xehanort's plan to get Terra to fight Ericus. Because so, Terra's totally going to come in and save his homie, right? Yeah, so I think I got this. So Xehanort calls in Terra to stop Ericus from killing Ben. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Holy shit. Um, but it was really all a trick because he just wanted Terra to weaken Ericus so that he could step in and kill him. So Xehanort comes in and kills Ericus. And is like, hey, dog... If you uh, like want to get revenge or whatever, Terra, I'm gonna be chilling in the Keyblade Graveyard, uh, which is where the Keyblade War took place, you know, hundreds of years ago. And like the Keyblade Graveyard is just—it's this barren wasteland, just full of of Keyblades that were you know dropped in the in the original battle, just like as far as the eye can see. It's it really paints a picture. Of just like how how massive you know this battle was. Um, but anyway, at the same time, um, Yen Sid just kind of tells Aqua, "Oh, hey, Xehanort's trying to like forge the Keyblade or whatever. Um, you better go. You better go take care of that." So now all three of our heroes meet back up at the at the Keyblade graveyard. And they're totally ready to fight Xehanort. But Xehanort's not alone. He's got Vanitas. And also, surprise, a character I forgot to mention earlier, Bragg. Bragg is uh, this dude. Um, you're also going to want to keep in your mind. Because Bragg is this dude who, um, who, who like, who Xehanort kind of, like, how do I explain this? Because I still, like, there's a twist later that I still want to deliver as a twist, so I don't want to explain that now. But Bragg is working with Xehanort. Xehanort basically, like, promises him that, like, you'll get a Keyblade or whatever, but he doesn't give him one. Um, so Aqua has to fight Bragg, Terra's stuck fighting Xehanort, and Ven is 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 fighting Benitas. Um So Xehanort, Benitas, Bragg. Versus Terra, Aqua, Ericus? Terra, Aqua, Ventus. Ericus is dead. Okay. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I probably should write that. I was... <laughs> okay. So. Also, before this happens, Aqua also meets Sora and Riku. But she can sense that Terra already gave Riku his Keyblade. And she's considering giving Sora her keyblade um but by this point she kind of blames the fact that they all have keyblades on like the tension happening between them so she doesn't want to like push that onto Sora and Riku because she's like these kids are such good friends I can't like split them apart with this 
Um, so she decides that, you know, Riku's just gonna have Terra's Keyblade, and I'm gonna go. Um, now, in these ensuing fights that happen, um, we learn that Xehanort was, was manipulating Terra this whole time into opening the darkness within his heart. Because, you see, Xehanort, again, is a very old man. And he wants a new, younger body to inhabit. So once Terra has fully opened himself to his darkness, Xehanort forces his own heart out of his body and pushes it into Terra's body, effectively taking control. They're, they kind of fight over control of the body at first, but if, effectively takes control of Terra's body, his now younger, a new younger body for him. Um, and then actually manages to merge with Vanitas, um, and they fo they do forge the Keyblade. Um, Who does that? Who merges? Ventus and Vanitas merge together also, and and this forges the Keyblade, which they are now wielding. Um, so now Aqua, after uh, defeating Bragg, now has to fight this merged Ventus and Vanitas and manages to split them back apart and destroy the Keyblade. Um, this this new, this Xehanort now in Terra's body is gone. Um, Aqua manages to find uh, Ven's body floating in space, uh, brings him to, to Yen Sid, um, and, and Yen Sid is like, uh, you, you, you know what you have to do. Keep him safe. Keep him protected. His his heart is not ready to uh, wake up yet. So, Aqua goes uh, back to the world where she trained, the land of departure. I probably should have mentioned that. And she she has a flashback to this moment where Ericus uh, taught her that she can use his Keyblade to uh, transform the world. Um, so she places Ven in the castle and transforms the world into a new world called Castle Oblivion, which we will revisit in a couple games. Oh, God. How many fucking games are there? Nine. Uh, I, think, I, th I think it's a little higher than that. Oh, crazy. Okay. Uh, Aqua goes back to where? Goes back to the Land of Departure, which is the world where they all trained. Um, and transforms it into Castle Oblivion, yep. where Reek, where, not, sorry, where Ventus is being uh, kept safe. He's hidden away. This is sort of, it's sort of, like, the building is sort of a labyrinth. It's hard to explore, so there's a lot of hidden rooms perfect for hiding him in. Um, she then goes to, to find, um, Xehanort, who is now merged with Terra, and she sees them sort of, um, fighting for control of this body, and, and she ends up fighting them, and knocking, knocking them out, and they start to sink into the realm of darkness. 
Um, so most of the worlds are either in the realm of light or the realm of like twilight, which is sort of in between. But the realm of darkness is sort of where um, all the heartless come from, which we'll get into heartless in a minute. We haven't really been introduced to them yet at this point chronologically. Um, but anyway, he starts to fall in. She, saving him, pushes him out, and she uh, sinks further. Um, she had wanted to be able to save Ven. Now she knows she's going to be here for a while, and it's going to be a long time before she's able to help Ven again. So let's jump to ten years later. Okay, okay give, me, give me a sec. I got to page break this. Space God, we are already 36 minutes into this recording session. 37 minutes into this recording session. We are just getting into Kingdom Hearts 1 oh, now. I have four pages of notes. <laughs> so. And I did just like put a break on like midway through page three and I was just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> it's just like all caps bolded. Um, ten years later. We are in Kingdom Hearts 1. We find uh, Sora, now 14 years old. I'm gonna, I, there is like stuff that happens in between the games, but I think it'll be easier to explain like when they become relevant later. So, um, Sora, now 14 years old. Um, he's on, you know, his home, Destiny Islands, with his friend, you know, Riku, and also... Remember Kyrie from earlier? She's here now. And she doesn't really remember why. She doesn't remember living on in Radiant Garden previously. Um, they sort of, like, they don't fully understand, but they know that she's somehow come from another world. They're not too familiar with the concept of, of other worlds. That's, that's the thing. On, in, like, the worlds themselves... Most people are not aware of the existence of other worlds. It's sort of their own little contained space. So, like, Aladdin doesn't know that, like, the Little Mermaid world exists, right? Okay. Okay. And it's sort of... It's a general practice that those that do know about the existence of other worlds and travel between them, they, they're not supposed to let people know about other worlds typically um so but they kind of know they kind of know she's from another world and they're kind of they're kind of tired of their of their island life so they decide we we want to be able to visit other worlds and they they determine that the best way to do this is they're going to build a raft i don't know how they intend to take a raft out to sea and end up on another world but i don't know you ever seen treasure planet Oh, I love Treasure Planet. It's all fucking they have they have yet to put Treasure Planet in Kingdom Hearts, and I'm upsetty. It's so underrated not to get too sidetracked. But yeah, fuck. Oh, it's such shout a shout out. Yeah, we can't afford to get too sidetracked. We're already forty minutes in, and this is definitely going to be a longer than usual episode. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of going in here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, it doesn't really matter though because. The night before they intend to set off on their big voyage, um, massive shadows are cast over the island. A huge storm happens, 
and Sora goes back to their play island to find uh, find Kyrie is sort of like looking dead faced in this cave where earlier he met like this weird like old dude. Um, well, we don't really know the dude's old. He's like in a cloak and everything. He's just a very mysterious dude um, who just as mysteriously disappears and was just saying some cryptic stuff about it's like you don't know anything about worlds and do <laughs> everything. Um, she manages to turn around and say his name before being uh, blown away by a very by a very powerful gust of wind. And the moment that she comes into contact with him, she disappears. And he is blown by the same gust of wind out of the cave. Um, and I'm getting a sequence of events wrong here because also we need to talk about Riku. It doesn't matter too much, but this does technically happen before. Um, he... He sees Riku. Riku is, he's so ready to leave. He does not care about this creepy storm or whatever. He's like, this is our chance to leave. This is our chance to get off this world. Um, he starts to fall into like this darkness portal and Sora tries to pull him out. And when Riku disappears, um, the Keyblade appears in Sora's hand. Now, this is revealed later in the game, but we already mentioned that Terra uh, went to pass the Keyblade down to Riku. This is supposed to be Riku's Keyblade, actually. Um, but since Riku had kind of fallen into this darkness, uh, the Keyblade sort of decided that Riku wasn't worthy of it and went to Sora instead. Now, what makes Sora uh, worthy of it is a very important thing that I somehow glossed over back in Birth by Sleep, which is that... Ven's heart, um, unable to go back into Ven's body, unable to find its way back there, um, finds Sora and um, says, hey, you probably don't remember me. This is sort of like a, like a, like a conversation like, in, like inside their heart, you know, if that makes sense. Think of, in Kingdom Hearts, think of hearts as like souls. Okay. It's sort of that. Um, this is sort of a conversation happening in their heart. Um, it's like, hey, you, maybe you don't remember me, but you helped me before, and you you helped me uh, be recompleted, and I need you to help me again. Can I stay here? So Ven's heart is now just pretty much living inside Sora, right? Um, now... Where were we? Yes. Sora has Riku's Keyblade because of Ven's heart. And okay. because the Keyblade determined that Riku was not worthy of it because he was falling into darkness. Um, Sora is, is pulled away from his island and wakes up on a new world called Traverse Town. Um, which is sort of where... Um, people go when their worlds are destroyed. Uh, we learn that Destiny Islands has been destroyed, as are many other worlds, um, due to the Heartless, um, which they say are those without hearts, but actually, 
they kind of retcon this a bit later, so it's easier to just clarify it now. The heartless are hearts. If a person with a strong will is sort of unalived, they're killed, essentially, um, their heart will turn into a heartless. While conversely, we're not going to be introduced to this concept for a little bit longer, but it's easier to explain it now. The empty shell that they leave behind is turned into a nobody. And if they have a particularly like strong will or something, um, that, that may be a special nobody who's able to retain memories of before they were killed and kind of just continue living life. Except because they don't have hearts, they can't experience emotion. So they pretend to experience emotion based on what they remember emotion to feel like. Um, but they don't actually feel it. Is that... Are you following? Yeah, so I got Sora's blown by the same wind out of the cave, pulled away to a new world called Traverse Town. Mm-hmm. People go there when their worlds are destroyed. GG, Destiny Island. This is due to the heartless. Heartless are hearts. Person with a strong will that gets got. The shell they leave behind becomes a nobody. If they're super strong will, they can retain memories before they got disappeared. They pretend to experience emotions based on remembered actions. Good. Yes. Fucking killing it right um, now. Now, meanwhile, Donald and Goofy are also Wait, I feel like we skipped a few steps here. We're <laughs> like... <laughs> These people are heartless. And also, Donald and Goofy. Yes. Uh, Donald Duck and Goofy are also in Traverse Town because um, King Mickey... Yes, Mickey, is. we learn, is actually is the king of their world. Um, king Mickey has, has disappeared. He's off to go find out what's going on with the Heartless and everything. Um, and he has tasked um, Donald and Goofy... Who Donald is his is his court magician, and Goofy is the captain of his royal guard, which gives you the perfect trio of Sora being attack, Goofy being defense, and Donald being magic, essential to an RPG. <laughs> Goofy is the what? He's the captain of the royal guard. Okay. Um, their task to find the 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 Keyblade wielder, um, who they learn is Sora. Um, eventually they run into each other and they decide to, to work together to find who they're looking for. Um, Sora looking for Riku and Kairi and, uh, Donald and Goofy looking for, uh, King Mickey. Um, ba-ba-ba, jump to a bunch of other Disney worlds again, um, sort of uncover that Maleficent has is, is going forward with her plan to kidnap all the seven princesses of heart turns out she wants their seven hearts of pure light to open up a, a doorway to kingdom hearts um and and you know these are these are classic disney princesses aurora snow white um alice for some reason from alice in wonderland even though she wasn't a princess um belle uh, Cinderella, um, Jasmine, and, yeah, that might okay. be important who okay. these people Cinderella. are. Cinderella, Snow White, Aurora, Jasmine, uh, Belle, Alice for some reason from Alice in Wonderland, 
um, even though she wasn't a princess. And, very importantly, Kyrie. Kyrie's the seventh. What? Right? That's kind of crazy. Right? Um, Wait, so does that wind have anything to do with Kyrie or Maleficent? No. Uh, I was like, well, maybe I'm piecing some shit here. <laughs> Good guess, though. But no. Um, so Maleficent's trying to bring the, the Princess of Heart together, uh, build a doorway to Kingdom Hearts. Um, meanwhile, Sora on his adventures with Don Goofy, they actually, they find Riku. Yay, we have one of our friends, right? Uh, wrong, because Donald is an asshole and won't let Riku go with them. Um, because he doesn't care. And therefore, I blame Donald for, like, everything else that happens in this series. Because Maleficent uses this to manipulate Riku into thinking that Sora doesn't care about him and to bring him to her uh, side and work with her. And it's all Donald's fault. I blame Donald. Because he was an asshole. Um... So eventually, travel through some more Disney worlds, blah, blah, blah. And we get towards our end of, of this first game. We're, get, we're getting near the end here where um, Sora, he comes, to, he comes to Hollow Bastion where Maleficent is reciting, where she has the princesses um, and where Riku is. And, and Sora confronts Riku and 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 also the beast is there from beauty and the beast he's just there um we actually we kind of walk in on this conversation between riku and the beast the beast is just kind of like it's kind of like yeah i just i really wanted to save bell and i just found myself here because i just believed hard enough that i wanted to save her um and it's a good thing that beast is here because riku ends up uh taking his keyblade back from sora leaving Sora without a Keyblade. And Dalvin and Goofy are just kind of like, well, King Mickey told us we have to go with the Keyblade wielder, and now Riku has the Keyblade, so bye, Sora. So now Sora Wait, is without Don a Keyblade. And, and Goofy are just like, oh, we gotta go with the Keyblade, so they go with Riku? Yeah. No, those guys suck. Yeah, so Sora is now without his Keyblade, without his new friends... Um, it's just him and Beast, and Beast is Beast is like we gotta we gotta we gotta save we gotta save. It's been fifty minutes. We would be like wrapping up now, and we're just ending the first game. We could break this up into sections too. I know. Like we I, could we could release little like snippets. I don't know if you've got time to record like tomorrow. I got all day tomorrow, all day Tuesday, all day Wednesday. I don't know. I don't know because it's just like because like we'll have more things to talk about next week. So I wanna. I want to, I want to, we can just do this as a long special. Okay. 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 I'm not too worried. I don't have, I don't have shit to do tomorrow. <laughs> I, that's not true. I have, I do have shit to do tomorrow. Anyway, back on track. Um, they come in, they, 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 they confront Riku again and Sora's like, yo, I don't care that you took my weapon. Uh, my power doesn't come from it. My power comes from my friends. And you're my friend, Riku. And Goofy is like, you know what? He has a point. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to Sora. And Donald was like, whoa, me too. And then Sora just kinda through that power gets his keyblade back, um, beats up Riku, and Riku runs away, and he's like, Ah, oh, I'm not I'm not I'm not strong enough. And this is where we meet Ansem. Now, I'm gonna tell you something that isn't really explained for a couple more games, but this is just way easier for me to explain now. Ansem is Xehanort's Heartless. Specifically, the fusion of Terra and Xehanort, who, again, kind of had amnesia and was working as an apprentice under this other dude named Ansem. You see, this other dude, Ansem the Wise, is the real Ansem. But when... When this this Xehanort turned into a Heartless and a Nobody, his Heartless took the name of Ansem. And the way these are differentiated is that the real Ansem is Ansem the Wise, and this Xehanort's Heartless is Ansem, Seeker of Darkness. Alright? That's a big one. You got that? Okay, so I got Luffy and Donald, who sucks, sides with the power of friendship and Sora. Then I got uh -huh. Ansem, question mark? I said, yo, this is Xehanort's Heartless. That amnesia while working under the real Ansem, Ansem the Wise, and this Ansem is Ansem's Darkness. Good, good, good. I'm like, I got this, I got this. <laughs> All right. Um, you are taking just the most detailed notes. Nah, once you, you read this fucking thing, you're going to be like, holy shit. You're just you writing like, everything, <laughs> aren't you? I'm literally writing everything. Like, And then I have like stupid things like written just to help me like, Remember it. Yeah. Some, yeah. This is fucking. This is intense <laughs> shit. So, Ansem is sort of like, hey, yo, Riku, I can totally help you out. You just gotta, like, let me into your heart or whatever, and I can give you my power. Um, so now Riku is possessed by Ansem. He fights Sora again, and uh, Sora, like, he knows that Riku has Kairi at this point. Yeah, they have they have Kyrie. Kyrie, she's still knocked out. The other princesses aren't. So he's like, "What's going on?" Um, and we find out that remember when Kyrie disappeared earlier? That's because her heart was going into Sora. That's right. Sora has two hearts in him at this point. Although the audience like didn't know about Ven yet, but he's got Kyrie's heart. Uh, he's got Kyrie's heart in him. All right. And he uh, he he Riku. Has a has a special uh, keyblade now that lets him unlock uh, the true power of people's hearts. He actually used this earlier to like turn Maleficent into her dragon form or whatever. Um, but this this like unlocks people's hearts. So Sora uses this to free Kyrie's heart from his own. Um, so Kyrie's heart returns to her body just in time for her to wake up and catch Sora as he disappears. Because uh, it also totally kills him. What? But remember what happens when someone dies? What happens? Uh, uh, let me scroll up. When someone dies. Oh, fuck. Did I not write this down? Does this have something to do with the, uh, the Heartless world? The Heartless. Okay. Turn into Heartless. Yeah. And they also turn into... A... Wait, I got this one. I know I got this one. I got this one. Uh, a shell. A shell which is called um, uh, 
a nobody. A nobody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have that. The show they leave behind becomes a nobody. Yeah. Yes. So we'll get back to the nobody in a second because that's that's in some other games going on. Um, But Sora, uh, Sora turns into a heartless and. In this part of the game, you just kind of get to play as a heartless walking around, which is neat. Um, he he meets back up with Kyrie, Donald, and Goofy, who are like trying to run away from all the heartless. Um, but Kyrie somehow recognizes that this that this uh, heartless is Sora, and somehow turns him back into Sora. This is not ever explained. Even the wiki just says somehow. Um, it's really not understood why she, they're just like, hey, it's part of her power as being one of the princesses of heart or whatever. She's got a pure heart. Um, now, back, back to that, back to that nobody. This creates a being, uh, named Roxas. And... I want you. I want you to look at the letters of Roxas's name, R O X A S. If you remove that X and jumble up those letters, that's Sora. Sora, and that's because Roxas becomes the thirteenth member of Organization Thirteen, which is a group of those special nobodies I mentioned earlier, and all of their names. Are there, like, original person's names shuffled up with an X added in it? And the leader of this organization is named Xemnas. X-E-M-N-A-S. Take that X out. Look at those letters you have left. What could that... Can you respell that? that? X-E-M-N-A-S. Nas. <laughs> uh, um, Ansem. Ansem yeah. Because Xemnas is Xehanort's nobody. So I spelled Ansem wrong. So <laughs> go back and. Uh, oh, that's. I guess I never told you I spelled Ansem, so you wouldn't have known. A N S E M is Ansem. See, I spelled S A M. Ah. Oh, I could see that. I could see that. Ansem. Um. Anyway. Um, so this is this is in, in some other game, but but it's it's worth mentioning now. Um, uh, Roxas becomes the thirteenth member of Organization Thirteen. He can wield a Keyblade. This is very important to them. We'll get back to that in a bit. Okay. Uh, Sora has to uh, go go into with Donald Goofy has to go follow uh ansem who is is no longer uh merged with riku he has to follow ansem into like the end of the world and this is just sort of a world that's kind of mashed together of all like the worlds that have fallen to darkness before so he ends up starting this this final fight against ansem on the ruins of destiny islands you know the island he grew up on um, but we learned that all along, um, Ansem wanted Kingdom Hearts. It's all anyone wants. They just want Kingdom Hearts. Um, 
Now, because of retcons, we learned that this is sort of like an artificial Kingdom Hearts. It's not... It's only made of the hearts of worlds. It's not made of the hearts of people. So... It's, it's, it's not the true Kingdom Hearts. Um, but it also happens to be the door to the Realm of Darkness. So... Um, when, when this door opens up, first of all, this Sora's like, Kingdom Hearts is light! Because the hearts are good and people are good! And, and Ansem is overwhelmed by this light and defeated. So, but also Sora. this opens the door, this opens the door to the Realm of Darkness. Um, so now the Heartless are just gonna start pouring out in waves. So they've gotta, they've gotta close this door. Um... So this is when they start pushing, but it's not enough. It's not enough until we see Riku is on the other side of that door and he's pulling. He's ready to help now. And Sora's like, "No, you're gonna, you're gonna get, you're gonna get trapped in there." And he's like, "I, I, I don't care. Just take care of Kyrie. Make sure she's okay." Um, and this is when this is when Mickey pops up, and we see Mickey. He's got he's got his own Keyblade now. He's he's ready to go. And he says he says, "Come on, Sora. We gotta." We gotta, we gotta, we gotta seal, we gotta seal the door from both sides with the keyblade, because uh, the keyblade can also just like lock and unlock anything, and um, and so they do it. They seal the door. Um, the worlds start to get restored, which sort of just magically starts to transport Kyrie back to Destiny Islands, but Sora doesn't go back. Um, he ends up following this trail. And we will, we will get back to him on that trail. But we need to take a couple steps back and look at some other things that are happening at the same time as the ending of Kingdom Hearts 1, okay? This is where we get into the stupidest title for a Kingdom Hearts game. Are you ready for this? Kingdom Hearts X2. No. Kingdom Hearts 0.2 Birth by Sleep a fragmentary passage. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> um, it means that it was a it was a cut content from Kingdom Hearts three um, that they sort of released as to be like a demo instead, okay. um, and be its own little short like game that's a few hours, but it takes place uh, during the ending of Kingdom Hearts one, and. Who do we meet back up with but Aqua in the Realm of Darkness? Um, where uh, she's kind of, she's going through some of the worlds from, from Birth by Sleep, her own game, and sort of struggling with some of her stuff. Honestly, not a lot happens. It just kind of shows that, um, it just kind of is a way to like let her learn about like what's going on with Terra and Ventus a little bit. Um, and also, also uh, Mickey is there um he comes in he's 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 gonna help her he wants to help her he's there um it's been 10 years but it hasn't been that long for her because time like passes differently in the realm of darkness um and and we find out that she was she was totally there like on the other side of the door when they were closing it um but she got overtaken by uh by a swarm of heartless and wasn't able to to make it out um, and also Mickey Mouse's shirt magically disappears. <laughs> this isn't, like, this is a canon thing. Okay. 
Okay, so I got I got also Money Mouse is there to help her. He wants to do that. Spend ten years in the realm of darkness on the other side of the door. They're on the other side of the door when they closed it, but got pulled in by Heartless, and there's also mm-hmm. a yoked Money Mouse. Huh. So <laughs> it's really like the way they like the lengths they go to to explain things. See, cause back in the first game, they didn't like Mickey Mouse was like silhouetted, so they didn't give him like a full design, and it's kind of just his classic design with the shorts and everything. And you can just, like, barely see him. Like, he's a little bit lit up. Um, but they, they gave him designs after that. And he has he wears a shirt. Which, you know, Mickey Mouse doesn't usually wear a shirt. Um, so, and, and and they gave him one in Birth by Sleep. So they're like, well, he needs to wear a shirt in this game. But, but how do we explain? Instead of just letting this be a plot hole, they actually have, like, he gets, like, attacked by, by a, like, small swarm of Heartless... And his shirt disappears to explain this away, um, which I think is just hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious that they they gave a canon reason why why he's not wearing a shirt, and it's the most ridiculous one. Um, but anyway, uh, Aqua gets stuck doing her own thing. She's kind of admiring the sky of Destiny Islands as it's restored. So as the world is restored, she just starts falling into the realm of darkness again. Um, she does not get to go back with the world. It's kind of sad. Yeah. So here is where we jump to uh, Kingdom Hearts 358 slash 2 days is how you would write it. The way is they want the you to pronounce name? it is Kingdom Hearts 358 days over King- 2. Yes. Kingdom Hearts 358 slash 2 days. Slash what? Um, however, the way you would say it is Kingdom Hearts 358 Days Over 2. That's how they would want you to say the name of this game. 358 um, Over 2. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it takes place over the course of 358 days, and it takes place There's... before Kingdom Hearts 2. So this is sort of like what's going on with Roxas. This is where we really learn about Roxas and everything. And and really a big point of the game is to learn what's Organization 13 really up to. So Roxas kind of goes in. He's He doesn't like know anything. He doesn't, because of like the nature of everything, he doesn't like really have Sora's memories. I should also add, I should also add, most, you know, of these nobodies, they look like, you know, their original person. Roxas looks like Ventus because Sora was carrying Ventus's heart around. Um, which caused a lot of confusion because Roxas, like in, our, like, in the release order of the games, Roxas was introduced as a character way before Ventus was. Um, but that's really, that's beside the point. Or it might not be. Who knows what's on the quiz? Um, <laughs> I got seven pages on that. <laughs> it's gonna be a short novel. <laughs> um, but he's he's very sluggish. He's having trouble speaking. Um, and and he sort of makes a friend in Axel. Um, Axel is number eight in the organization. Um. His original name being Lee. Now, we can we can run through through the members here. You know, we already mentioned number one, the leader, Zemnis. Um, Xehanort's nobody. Number two, uh, wait, wait, wait. Zigbar. How do I spell these? 
Zemnus. Zem- 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 we already we already told you how to spell Zemnus earlier. Oh god. X C M N A S. Oh yeah. Zem- um. Number two is uh, Zigbar. X I G B A R. And you remember Bragg from earlier? This is Bragg's. So that's how you spell that guy. I spelled it like Bragg, but with a Y. God knows. Why. <laughs> oh, you're super close. It's with an I instead of a Y. Okay, uh, I gotta go change my notes that way I don't. Uh, <laughs> oh God, this is like five pages ago. Oh, I found it. I found it. I think. Um. Oh, yep. I found both of them. Okay. All right. So we got number three is uh, Zaldin. X A L D I N. Um. Number four is Vexen. V E X E N. He um, is like their scientist dude, and he's fucking nuts. Um, and he's actually pretty important for a few things we're going to talk about coming up here. Um, number five is. Number five is Lexius? And don't even ask me how to spell Lexius. Oh, I, I, could, I could do it. I'm going to spell L-E-X-A-E-L-E-X-U-S. It's a lot of vowels. What the fuck? I would have just spelled it like Lexus, like the car, <laughs> and then just an I after the X. Um, and then number six is uh, Zexion. Z-E-X-I-O-N. Um, number, s- number seven is uh, Syx. S A I X, but the I has like two dots over it. Okay. okay. For some reason. Um, and mm-hmm, eight is Axel. And actually, um, Sykes and Axel's original people, uh, Lee and Isa, um, they were really good friends when they were younger. In fact, we actually meet their younger selves uh, in Birth by Sleep. They meet uh, Ventus. Um, it's not, like, too important, but... It, well, it, it kind of comes up later because they do know each other, but it's it's not super important. But they were, like, best friends when they were kids, and now that they're, like, in the organization and they're nobodies, they've kind of grown apart. Syx is... Even though he's number seven, he's the one that, like, gives... Like, he's the one who gives everyone their missions for the day. Like... Like, Xemnas gives Syx everyone's missions, and Syx is the one who distributes them. That's his role. Um, number nine is is Demix. D-E-M-Y-X. Um, he's the lazy one. He just wants to sit around and play on his sitar all day. Uh, number ten. Who's number ten? Who is number 10? Why? How am I blanking on number 10? Zation 13. Number 10. Oh, come on. Just give me. Just give me. Oh, yes! Luxord, or as they would later say it's pronounced, Luxord, which I hate. I'm actually so mad about it because. that noise. (laughs) this, This character existed. For uh, thirteen years, 
No. Can't be that long. Yes. Jesus. Thirteen years before they told us how to pronounce his name. <laughs> but why, though? I don't know, but I just assumed it was Luxord for the longest time. That makes sense. L-U-X-O-R-D. Yeah. But it's it's Luxord. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. The fucking... Why? Um... He's a very fun one. He's 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 like the gambler type. Um, I, I like I like Luxord. Um, number eleven is uh, Marluxia. M A R L U X I A. Damn it! I was one letter away from that. I was like, I'm starting to figure out the way they name people. <laughs> uh, number twelve is Larxene. L A R X E N E. And we already mentioned number 13 is Roxas. Um, and all the members of Organization 13, they're given their missions, they have different roles to fulfill, and what they want to do is, you might have guessed it, they want to create their own Kingdom Hearts um, with the hearts of people. Um, however, they don't really have a way to collect hearts until Roxas shows up with his Keyblade, because the Keyblade can totally collect hearts for them. Um, so, that's awesome. Um, but they don't really trust that like Roxas is going to get the job done all the way. So, and, and Vexen happens to kind of be working on uh, his replica program. In other words, cloning. So they sort of try to create a clone of Roxas uh, named Xion, X-I-O-N. And she it becomes the 14th member of Organization 13. Xion, like X-I-O-N? Mm-hmm, X-I-O-N. Um, she becomes the 14th member of Organization 13. And they're sort of just, they're just sort of trying to, trying to, you know, she's sort of like a backup plan. Um, she gets introduced on Roxas's seventh day in the organization. And uh, later that day, Roxas goes on his first mission with Axel. And Axel, uh, at the end, tries to reward him with some ice cream. Um, this becomes a very important thing in their friendship, is eating ice cream together. Um... And after a few days, you know, going on missions with different members of the organization and sort of learning different things, basically just the tutorial of the game, um, they're, Axel and Roxas are eating ice cream together one day, and Axel tells him, hey, Roxas, I, I, have, to, I have to go. Um, I'm being sent on a mission. Like, half the organization is, actually. We have to go to this place called Castle Oblivion. Remember that? Remember that, that whole place? Uh, Castle Oblivion was created by Money Mouse. No, created by Aqua. Aqua, that's it. Which, that's where Ventus is hiding. Yes. Because um, they're trying to protect him and it's a labyrinth. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so, and Rox is like, oh, okay. You gotta go. And Axel's like, yep, I gotta go. And this is Chain of Memories. This happens... At the same time as the beginning of 358 Days Over 2. So, is this a new game? This is a new game. Chain of Memories. Um, 
This is where Sora goes after Kingdom Hearts 1. This path that he was following takes him to Castle Oblivion. And when he gets there, he finds um, these members of the organization already stationed there. Um, okay, back up is... real quick. I'm, I'm, I had to, uh, sorry, I had to like create a new thingy so I can mm-hmm. keep all the games. So, so here, here we are going to kind of go back and forth with information revealed in these two games for a little bit to kind of get the full picture of what's going on here. Okay. Um, but but this is a you know about half the organization has been stationed at Castle Oblivion, uh, led by uh, Marluxia. Marluxia is in charge of this team, and we've got uh, Lexius, Zexion, Vexen, Axel, and Larxene, uh under Marluxia's uh, command. However, we learn that Axel was really sent there. Um, and actually, well, this whole team is actually, so we find out, we find out that, that most of this team is actually sent there because they're suspected of like planning to betray the organization and Axel was sent to keep an eye on them and wipe out any people that reveal themselves to be traitors. Wipe out any dissenters. Yes. Um... And it turns out, well, they had good reason because Marluxia 100% wanted to take over the organization for himself. Um, but Sora is uh, is climbing through the levels of Castle Oblivion, meeting various Organization 13 members along the way, and all the while, he's losing his memories. Um... He's, he's, he's just forgetting things as he's climbing. And eventually his memories start to get replaced with other memories to the point where he believes these new memories to be his original memories. And we find out that this is all due to a girl named Namine, who um, is being kept there by the organization. Um, Namine has the power to manipulate memories. And would you like me to spell Namine for you? Uh, is it N O M I N? Nope. N A M I N, and then like E with like a, an accent over it. Okay. I keep forgetting um, this is fucking like. Um, this is a Japanese game, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so that's why it's. Yeah, okay. Now that I like put two and two together, nah, Mine like makes more sense. I'm thinking of like English names. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, like okay. English pronunciations. Okay. Right. Now like, I should like be Sora is Japanese for sky. Yeah, okay. Um, so, like, stuff like that. Um, but anyway, Namine is using her powers to make Sora forget Kairi and essentially replace any memories he has of Kairi with memories of Namine. So now he thinks Namine is the girl from the island that he grew up with, that he made some promise to her to keep her safe. Um, and while he's climbing through, um, the castle, he finds Riku. Riku's here too, but Riku wants to keep Namine safe. And he sort of resents Sora for some reason, and they're fighting. And we learn that this isn't the real Riku, but it is a Riku made through Vexen's replica program. This is the, the Riku replica, or... The recuplica, if you will. Punny. 
Uh, it's it's a very common uh, it's it's a very common name that the fandom likes to give this character, the Recuplica. Um, but essentially, a clone of Riku, who has also been implanted with these false memories that lead him to believe that he um, has made this deal with Namine. And eventually, they climb up and up and up. And uh, we learned Marluxia wanted like to use like to to trick Sora into helping him betray the organization so that he could take control and have you know king this their their kingdom hearts all to himself right um clearly it doesn't work um sora defeats marluxia namine reveals the truth um axel's killing everyone else along the way taking out the traitors who reveals the truth namine oh, namine reveals the truth um, the Riku replica learns that he's not the real Riku. Um, Sora learns that his memories of Namine are fake. And the only way for him to get his memories back are for him to go into, uh, this pod and sort of, he has to, he has to be asleep for a year. Um, and also, uh, Donald and Goofy have to as well, cause, cause she was messing with their memories at, at the same time. Um, and it turns out what she was doing was kind of like messing with literally everybody. Like everybody was just forgetting that Sora ever existed. Like everyone across all the worlds. Um, but meanwhile, in the basements of Castle Oblivion, the real Riku is there. He's just, he's just kind of there. He doesn't really know how he got there. Um, but like his memories of Ansem are tormenting him, leading him through... He meets this dude named Diz, which is a capital D, lowercase i, capital Z. Um, which apparently stands for darkness in zero. I don't know. So, it's um, so convoluted. <laughs> yes. You've just described Kingdom Hearts in one sentence. It's like fucking Metal Gear Solid on steroids. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When people explain Metal Gear Solid, I'm just like, oh, this is what people feel like when I talk about Kingdom Hearts. I don't even fucking... I played Metal Gear Solid and I don't even fucking understand. Um, but... Um, Mickey ends up, like, being able to make it out of the Realm of Darkness 2 and join Riku eventually. Um, they defeat this fake Ansem, who actually, like, kind of turned out to just be, like, a projection from Diz to sort of test... Riku to see how much he'd given to the darkness that still lingered within him. Um, etc. etc. Riku learns that uh, Sora is, is has gone into this, this pod to fall asleep and learns that he must have a role in helping Sora's memories return to him. You see, because Sora has been split into this nobody, into Roxas. Roxas holds important pieces of Sora's memory and essentially must be defeated in order for Sora to fully regain his memory. Except now that we also have this, this replica of Riku in Xion, Xion holds even more pieces of, of Sora's memory. So they both must be uh, eliminated in order for Sora's memories to come back and so that he can wake up. So... 
we go back to 358 days over two, right? Um, all everyone except for Axel at Castle Oblivion uh, has been killed. Okay, and news has has come back to the rest of the organization, and they don't know that Axel's still alive. They think everyone died. Um, and when Roxas finds out about this, he's he's very upset. Which, you know, everyone else is is, is doesn't understand because he's he's a nobody. He's not supposed to have emotions. This shouldn't upset him, right? Well, it turns out, you know, as we'll find out later, Roxas is kind of he's special because of his connection to Sora, and is sort of sort of has his own heart. A little bit. And eventually they, like, retcon all of this. And they're like, oh, no, the special nobodies could grow their own hearts. And blah, 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 blah. We'll get into that. <laughs> um, oh, I'm really trying to speed my way through 358 Days Over 2 right now. Um, he goes on a mission with Shion. And Roxas learns that does. Shion... What's that? Yes, Roxas goes on a mission with Shion. Learns that Shion has her own Keyblade. Um, and sees... Uh, her face for the first time. You see, Shion, being an imperfect replica of Roxas, doesn't resemble Roxas. She is more built on the memory, Sora's memories of Kyrie that Roxas holds. Therefore, she pretty much just looks like Kyrie, but with black hair. Um, at least when he looks at her. When other people look at her, they may just see. Just the hood up. Just they don't see a face because the hood is up. Of oh, oh right, all the organization they wear a black cloak. They wear a big a big black coat. I kind of figured if they were like a secret organization, the name of organization thirteen would probably all wear black clothes. Yeah. Um. But anyway, um, over time, eventually Axel comes back. Rex is very happy to see Axel. Oh my God, you're alive. Um. Shion goes missing for a bit. They find her. They find out that she um, can't summon her Keyblade anymore for some reason. Um, eventually, they help her learn how to use it again. The way Roxas helps her finally get it is he gives her his Keyblade, and he uses a stick on that mission, which is a very difficult mission in the game because you have to beat the boss without your actual weapon. And you just have a stick, which has, like, two attack. Um, but it does lead to one of the funniest exchanges in the game, which is Roxas, that's a stick. I love, I love that exchange. Um, anyway, not important. Or it could be. Again, who yes. knows what's on this quiz? I'm so stressed with this quiz, and it's not even great. <gasps> Oh, God. <laughs> okay. My head um, fucking hurts. <laughs> my, fingers eventually, are, my fingers are fucking cramping right now. <laughs> like, I'm trying to type as fast as... My pinky, my right pinky, doesn't exist anymore. It's fucking gone. I'm pretty sure it fell off like 20 minutes ago. Um, eventually, Shion uh, fights Riku. Riku is like, oh, you, I need to defeat you, blah, blah, blah. Um... 
that, you know, Roxas, like, starts to learn that, like, things aren't right, and he, he he's, he's, like, he, he leaves. He leaves the organization, um, which worries Axel, because he's like, you can't, you can't turn your back on the organization. You get on their bad side, they'll destroy you. Um, and he doesn't, he doesn't want to see his best friend go. Um, but eventually, uh, Shion comes to Namine and is like, she, isn't it, Shion has come to understand that she needs to give herself up to return Sora's memories. She, she, she decides that this is the right thing to do. Um, but the, the only real way for her to do that, um, is for Roxas to defeat her in battle so that she can return to Roxas and then Roxas can eventually return to Sora. Um, so she confronts Roxas and in a, in a very heartbreaking moment, the player playing as Roxas is forced to fight one of his best friends when he doesn't want to. And... Um, the, the moment, like, the moment she starts to fade away, um, he starts to forget her. And everyone starts to forget her. Because she was never supposed to exist, you know? Nobody's already, you know, there's this whole narrative that they're not supposed to exist because they're just, you know, these empty shells left behind from people, right? Mm -hmm. So now a clone of a nobody? No, no way. They were never supposed to exist. So with her ceasing to exist, everyone ceases to forget that she ever existed. And it's a very heartbreaking moment where, like, Roxas, like, like he's forgetting her. And then one last moment before she disappears, Roxas remembers everything for a second before she's gone completely. And then he forgets everything. And in that moment, she tells him, you have to stop Xemnas from creating Kingdom Hearts. Um, he, you know, you, you have to stop this. So now equipped, equipped with two Keyblades, his and Xion's, which, you know, not remembering who Xion was, but remembering sort of this mission that she gave him, he goes fully intending to destroy the false uh, Kingdom Hearts that Xemnas built. However, he is confronted by Riku. Who, who he has to fight. Riku is there to defeat Roxas, return him to Sora. Um, but Roxas gets the better of him in this fight, and so the only way for Riku to beat him is for Riku to give into that darkness that he suppressed, and he transform. Riku transforms physically into Ansem. That darkness of Ansem that was still in him transforms Riku and he takes on the physical appearance of Ansem, the Seeker of Darkness. So let me get this straight. Roxas mm -hmm. now has two Keyblades. Mm -hmm. Don't fucking know how though. Because he doesn't have any memory of right. Then he goes to fight Xemnas. So that way mm -hmm. Xemnas can't create the Kingdom Hearts which is the whole point of Organization 13 that had 15 yes. members. Because, yes, and be, they wanted to create Kingdom Hearts because they thought it would give them their own hearts. Because, yep. again, they're nobodies who yep. don't have hearts. So that's why they wanted to create Kingdom Hearts, so that they could have hearts of their own. But on his way to defeat Zimnus... Or at least that's what they were told. Um, Riku confronts him. 
Yes. To defeat Roxas and return to Sora. But Roxas and, to Sora. Yep. Um, yes. Roxas ends up winning, though, so Riku has to give him the darkness to transform physically into Anson. Yes. Okay, got that. So at this moment, um, he brings Roxas back to Diz. And Diz is like, okay, well, he can't return to Sora just yet. We need to do do some work or whatever. We're going to enter him into um, a digital world where he's going to stay for a while while we take care of this. Roxas. And this, yes. Okay. And this is where Kingdom Hearts 2 comes in. Okay? We're on Kingdom Hearts 2 now. The fuck? That was not even the second? We weren't even close to the second one? No, those were, we, had, we had a couple in-between quals, and we had some prequels earlier. We're on Kingdom Hearts 2 now. I feel like... Okay, so I'm even, like, color-coding this shit now. So, like, certain color-codings means, like, we backtracked from the previous one. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm, like, slowly starting to... Like, if I get to a certain point, I'm just going to uh-huh. say, like, red. Yeah, I'm just going to say red in the middle of the page. That means okay. Like back to the last red section... Mm-hmm. That way you know. Uh, it's probably going to make sense to nobody if anybody reads this ever, but uh-huh. it's going to help me. Okay, okay. Red. Um, And then now we're on Kingdom Hearts 2. Mm-hmm. So Roxas uh, wakes up. He kind of like has a dream about Sora. Um, he doesn't like remember anything about Organization 13. He just thinks he's like a normal kid living in, living in this town. This, it, Twilight Town is the name of this town. This is where he... Went on a lot of missions in 358 Days Over 2. Um, but remember, this is a digital version of the town where he is being kept. Um, Wakes up in Twilight Town? Mm hmm. Twilight Town. Um, it's, in, in, it's like the last week of summer vacation. He's hanging out with his friends. Um, and over, over the course of this week, um, Axel start, like finds his way into the digital version of the town, is trying to reach to him, be like, can you remember me? Do you remember me? Roxas doesn't. Um, and over this week, um, he meets Naminé, and Naminé's like, you have to return to Sora. <laughs> we have been going so long. I'm, gonna, I'm trying to like speed this up while still getting the important bits. Um, Roxas returns to Sora, and um, he, he accepts his fate. He returns to Sora. Sora wakes up. He does not remember the events of Chain of Memories. He remembers, like, the end of the first game and, like, starting to, like, walk away. And then he just remembers waking up here. It's a year later. Um, they go to check. Oh, by the way, Jiminy Cricket is with them. He's been with Sora, Donald, and Goofy this whole time. He writes their journal and, like, keeps track of what's going on, right? I didn't mention it before because it wasn't super important, but it, it is actually okay. important here and becomes important after this game for like a little bit. Um, they're like, hey, what happened? Uh, Jiminy, let's check your journal. The journal is completely blank. All that's written is one sentence that says, thank Nominee. They don't know who Nominee is. So like, okay, well, we're just going to go on our way. We'll try to figure out what's going on. Um, eventually they come across what's left of Organization 13. 
Um, they learn that they learn that now Organization Thirteen is trying to manipulate Sora into collecting hearts for them, so that they can they can finish their artificial kingdom hearts. Um, and it works because. So what was that last part? I'm sorry, I was like catching up real quick. Um, oh, so I got Organization or- Thirteen down. Mm-hmm. They're using the they're using Sora now to try to collect hearts for them, um, but they're just they're just making him fight the heartless now, um, and collect hearts for them for their artificial kingdom hearts. But he can't stop fighting the heartless, so he knows that he's doing this for them. But he can't he can't stop, or else there's just heartless everywhere. Um, meanwhile, they deal with uh, they deal with Pete, good old Pete. From those from those Mickey Mouse cartoons, um, he is like Maleficent's second in command. He learns that like Maleficent is dead, but she comes back, um, and it turns out that like in between Kingdom Hearts one and two, while she was supposedly dead, she actually like time traveled back to the events of the mobile game and like learned a bunch of stuff. Um, and that will become important for, like, some of her motivations going forward in a few games. So, keep that in mind, and we will get into time travel. It is nuts. Um, so. Um, Pete re-meets up with Maleficent, who is now back to life. They are trying to control the Heartless. The organization is trying to control the nobodies. The organization gets gains control of the Heartless. Um, they think Goofy's dead for a little bit, but he's okay. <sighs> um, that's a whole... I've definitely shown you that scene before. That's like the first scene I show anyone when I tell them about Kingdom Hearts. I mean, like Goofy's death scene. You've seen that, right? Um, uh, maybe. You have to have seen that. When like the rock hits them in the head. I think I have. Oh, you've definitely seen it. Probably. Probably. I probably have seen it. I'm just drawing a fucking blank because I'm over Over the course of the game, Sora defeats the rest of the organization. And uh, Bippity Boppity um, reunites with Riku. Riku turns back into his true self. They team up together to defeat Xemnas. Uh, it turns out Diz was Ansem the Wise in disguise all along. Um, right? Um, but he dies. Uh, he's totally dead. Um... What are other important things in 2? There's like definitely a ton of important stuff in 2 that I'm skipping over, I feel like. Well, no. A lot of that game is just going through the Disney worlds. Um, there's not as much important happens until like you get to the end of the game. Okay. So, I think we're good there. I might jump back to 2 <laughs> later. Okay. Um, but next... Um, oh yeah, and like they all go back to Destiny Islands. They're finally like happy and together again. Um, yeah, Sora, Riku, and Kyrie are. I mean, um, and everyone in Organization Thirteen is dead, right? So we jump forward. You know, at most like a week. You know, things have wound down. We're back in 
uh, Disney Castle, which is the castle that King Mickey resides over. And Jiminy is is trying to figure out uh, why his journals like are blank. And th this is this is uh, Kingdom Hearts coded, or as we have in America, recoded. Um, the re is like what they say for remakes. Like we had a re chain of memories here, which was like the original chain of memories is for Game Boy Advance. They remade it for PlayStation Two. That was re chain of memories. Okay. The original coded was a Japanese only mobile game. They remade it for the Nintendo DS. Okay, so this is a new game. Mm -hmm. So this is recoded. Um, essentially, they want to figure out the mysteries of the journal, and like the somehow like the traces of its history are still in there, even though the words aren't. So they're able to create a digital world out of the journal, and they enlist the help of a digital Sora. To explore this digital world, um, so they recreate a digital journal, mm -hmm. or or Sora. as he or he, as he is called, Data Sora. Data Sora, they create to it, and it, and it's basically just a rehash of the first game. But a few things happen differently. Um, for example, Mickey and. Uh, Donald and Goofy and Jiminy and Chip and Dale, who are like the engineers at Disney Castle. That's like their role. They get trapped inside the digital world um, by Maleficent and Pete because here's here's where it's important. They kind of... Recoded's like a weird one. Like the game wasn't important at first, but when they like re... Like when they released um, like one of the collect collections... They turned Recoded into like a cutscene movie, and they added new things to it to make it more important. To make it all tied together and shit. Mm -hmm. And sense. one of the things that they added is Maleficent's looking for the Book of Prophecies now. Remember, remember all the way back when you were talking about the mobile game, and the Master of Masters had the Book of Prophecies. Yes, that could like see the future, whatever. Mm -hmm. Maleficent's looking for this because she she wants to use this to her advantage um, because when she time traveled back to the events of the mobile game, this is when she learned about it. So now she wants it. Um, and she thinks that like going into the digital world is going to help her. It doesn't. Um, and ultimately, um, they just kind of, it's still not a very important game. So we can get, we can get through it pretty quickly. That's kind of it for recoded, except at the very end, in the secret ending of the game, uh, Mickey is summoned by Yen Sid uh, back to Yen Sid's tower, and and is informed that Xehanort is back. Money, uh, Free. Money Mouse was what by Yen Sid? He's summoned, summoned okay. by Yen Sid. Um, because they learn Xehanort is back because when you defeat. Someone's heartless, and they're nobody. Their original self returns somehow, because they just really need an excuse to get Xehanort back. So much, is Xehanort right? young or old at this point? It's the old Xehanort. Oh, it's the old fucking geriatric Xehanort. The old Leonard Nimoy Xehanort. Okay, okay. But I, 
Xehanort was voiced by Leonard Nimoy before he died. Wait, for real? For real. Oh, that's fucking um, baller. Yeah, and then, of course, they had to get someone else who unfortunately also died. Um, and now they have Christopher Lloyd doing the voice. That's fucking baller. Yeah. And so now I'm just keeping an eye on Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd better not die or else the role is extremely cursed. <laughs> because I think, yeah, because, like, his his original Japanese voice actor died as well. So, it, I mean, it is an old character, so they get old people to do it, but still. <laughs> still. This um, is fucking wild. Right? Um, anyway, Mickey writes a letter to Sora, Riku, and Kairi and warns them about this, essentially saying that Sora and Riku need to do their Mark of Mastery exam. Um, they need to test to become Keyblade Masters because, you know, Xehanort is back and they need to be prepared to deal with this. So this is where we get into Dream Drop Distance, okay? Uh, one sec. They gotta take their Keyblade Mastery exam. Mm -hmm. The Mark of Mastery is the name. Yeah, Mark Master. Okay. Mark Master. So, dream, that's all that Dream Drop Distance is about. Um, Sora and Riku are sent to unlock the hearts of sleeping worlds. This is how they will perform their test. Essentially, the way that you test for the Mark of Mastery is really up to whoever the tester is. You know? All Terra and Aqua had to do was, like, fight some balls of light and spar each other. But here, Sora and Riku are tasked with uh, saving worlds that have... Save, saving worlds and learning the power of waking. Um, or at least Sora needs to learn the power of waking. Um, but essentially, they have to go in and, and save these sleeping worlds that are, like... What's left of, like, worlds that fell to darkness before that are sort of, quote, dreaming of their last moments. So it's just kind of, it just kind of cycles through the events again of what happened previously. Um, and once we get towards the end here, uh, Sora is confronted by Sigbar, except Sigbar's supposed to be dead. And there's Xehanort, and a whole bunch of other Organization 13 figures, uh, at least wearing the coat, because now that Xehanort is back, he's creating what he calls the true Organization 13, free from all these, these traitors before. Um, and he's filled this with Xemnas and Ansem, and even his young self, because he's discovered time travel. Now, the rules of time travel in Kingdom Hearts are fucking nuts, okay? Essentially, a piece of yourself must have been left behind in the past, and then you can return to that. It, that's how they explain it. But, you know, when they say a piece, it's in a very, like, it's not, like, literally, like, cut off your pinky or whatever. It's, like, that's a very... That's what I was thinking. I was like, this be gone fell off. <laughs> It's, like, very, you know, in the, like, spiritual, like, heart, peace, sense, whatever. It, if you exist, but in a different form, you can go to there. So it's, like, Xehanort could travel to the past where Ansem exists because it's not the same. 
right? So he's like connected to like that other version of himself. We learn that this is why young Xehanort wanted to leave Destiny Island in the first place because one of these other Xehanorts time traveled and and planted that idea in him and pushed him out for that, right? So so we we've cycled back to that. Um but they want Sora to be their, their 13th because now what Xehanort is doing and what he actually really wanted, what Xemnas wanted to do all along when they were creating Kingdom Hearts is they didn't want to give everyone their hearts. In fact, we learn here that nobodies, these special nobodies can actually eventually grow their own hearts. What Xehanort wanted to do was he wanted to turn all these people, he wanted he wanted to have control of all of their bodies. He wanted to turn all of them into, into other Xehanorts so that they're all him. There's not other people here to, to be in, in control, right? Um, so they'll just all Zigbar listen to him. Or Zane. What's want, that? Zigbar wanted to turn all of the Xehanorts? Xehanort. Xehanort wanted to turn all Xehanort wanted to. So that is yeah. just him. Okay. <laughs> it's, I'm sorry, it's funny. This is getting so What you said, because we will get into that. We will get, there is a thing with Zigbar. We will get into it when we get into it. It hasn't been explored fully. It's a very recent twist to be revealed. Anyway. Um, they want they want Sora to be the thirteenth vessel because they still need like a Keyblade wielder, right? Yeah. Um, Riku is able to to save him, and through this act, um, you know the true organization thirteen disbands for a bit to return later, and Riku is granted the Mark of Mastery. Sora is deemed not ready for the Mark of Mastery, and finally, now. It's where we get into Kingdom Hearts 3, the big one. All right? Okay, okay. Uh, i got to create a new little tabby thingy. Sora has to uh, reawaken his power. Um, Kairi, actually, that was something I, I skipped in Kingdom Hearts 2. Kairi gets her own Keyblade in Kingdom Hearts 2. That's important because Kairi is now uh, ready to, to train with her Keyblade. And I also skipped something in Dream Drop Distance because Lee, who is like the original, because remember, if a Heartless and a Nobody disappear, the original comes back. Lee is the original of Axel. He comes back and he gets a Keyblade too because they just wanted to give everyone Keyblades. Which, um, which one was this in? What's that? Which one does Lee get a key, or Lee come into? Uh, Dream Drop Distance. Dream Drop Distance, He's, he's actually, like, part of helping save Sora from the true organization. Um, and so now in Kingdom Hearts 3, uh, Kyrie and Lee are training together to use their Keyblades because they are to be part of this new team, the new Guardians of Light. Um, you see, remember how I mentioned earlier, like, an hour and a half ago... <laughs> That, that there were seven the, light people. Yes, that the that the keyblade was fractured into twenty pieces: seven of light, thirteen of dark. So this they're creating the seven of light. Yes, because this true organization thirteen is a thirteen of dark. So they need 
the seven of light to confront um, the 13 of dark. Now, you might think, won't this just be that equal clash again? Won't this just recreate the Keyblade and, and reignite the Keyblade War and bring about the true Kingdom Hearts that Xehanort could take the power of? Yes, it absolutely will. But they have to, or else they'll just get the 13 Princesses of Heart to do it. And they can't fight back, except like Kyrie could. But except for the Is fact it the that the seven there's princesses, the seven princesses, yes. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Except for the fact that now there's a new seven princesses, which was clearly just like Disney being like, "Well, we need like the new characters to be the relevant ones now." Um, they haven't revealed who all of the new seven are, but we know that Elsa, Anna, and Rapunzel are part of this group, most likely. Uh, because they're in Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, but anyway, uh, Sora... All, Sora needs to regain like all of his strength, relearn his abilities, especially the power of waking, because he never fully learned it. Um, Riku and Mickey team up to go try to rescue Aqua from the Realm of Darkness, finally. Um, Riku and who? And Mickey. Mickey. Mm-hmm. They've kind of just been palling around, like, since the end of Kingdom Hearts 1. Like, they're like they're doing everything together at this point, pretty much. People ship them, which is really weird. So Riku and Mickey gotta do what? <laughs> they gotta uh, rescue Aqua from rescue the Realm of Aqua. Darkness. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And... And Sora needs to... Needs to relearn the power of waking... Um, and Kyrie and Lee are uh, training together with key, with their Keyblade stuff. And Lee um, actually starts to remember Xion a little bit. And because Xion looked like Kyrie, um, he asks Kyrie to uh, start calling him Axel again. So we're going to go back to calling him Axel. All right? Even though he's Lee now. But he has to be called Axel, so he's Axel. Um, but he's still like the original. He's not a nobody. Um, over the course of this, we learn who some of the other um, members of the True Organization 13 are. Strangely enough, Marluxia is one of them, and Larxene, even though, like, they were the two that completely wanted to betray the original Organization 13, and I have no idea why they have a place in the organization. Um, but also in the true organization are um, the Riku from the past that had been possessed by Ansem, because that counts as, as, like, a separate entity from Ansem, so they can pull him into the future. Um... Young Xehanort is on this team. Um, Have I been spelling Xehanort right? Is it Z-A-O-N-O-R-D? Nope. Okay, well, at this point, I've got Xehanort type so many fucking times. It doesn't matter. That's how it's, Xehanort's spelled right, now. It's, it says X, it's isn't it? X-E-H-A-N-O-R-T. What? 
want. Okay, I fuck it. It's Z A O N O R T. I probably got like a hundred Zanes posted up in this bitch right uh, now. No way I can God. change it. So I'm gonna be looking at this quiz and it's gonna say Zan or I'm gonna be like, who the fuck is this? Oh, well, I'll just ask you, I'm just gonna ask you the questions out loud <laughs> okay, anyway. Okay, all right. All right, so um, Xehanort is also part of the true organization, 13. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, we've got, we've got uh, Syx. We already mentioned Zigbar. Um, uh, Luxord is part of the true organization, 13. Um, Demix and Vexen are supposed to be. Um, however, they get pushed out um, in favor of... Um, they find a way to bring Shion back, and they but like without all her memories from before, so they're like, oh, perfect, our little puppet to control again. So Bexon um, and who else? And Demix. Demix. And they get they because they get pushed out of of the true organization, they actually end up doing some stuff, helping the heroes, uh, which which we'll get into that in a second. Um, one very, very important thing to mention is that in Sora's adventures going through, di- through going through Disney worlds in this game, uh, when he is in the Toy Story world, Rex really likes this game called Virum Rex. Um, and he actually believes Sora, who, you know, presents as an action figure when he comes into this world, because that's actually, I can't believe I haven't mentioned this yet. Certain worlds, um... In order to blend in, because, you know, you can't know about the existence of other worlds, their magic will, like, transform them to, like, fit within the world. So, like, they go to the Toy Story world, they become action figures. They go to the Monsters, Inc. world, they become monsters. They go to the Little Mermaid world, they become uh, sea creatures. Right? Does all that make sense? They go to, like, the Halloween Town world, like, Donald becomes a mummy, Sora becomes a vampire... Stuff like that, right? Uh, yeah, I just wrote uh, form changes based on worlds so they fit in appropriately. Perfect, perfect. Okay. Um, anyway, Rex believes Sora to be an action figure based on this game. The the main character, Yozora. Um, even though he looks nothing like Yozora. In fact, Sora even comments that Yozora looks more like Riku. Um, How do you spell but- Yozora? Yozora, Y O Z O R A. Okay. Anyway, this is important. This will come up again later. But Sora, um, he hasn't he hasn't earned the power of waking yet. But he 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 determines that that he needs to go. He needs to help Riku and Mickey get Aqua, and he comes just in the nick of time because Aqua has like totally fall into darkness and she's going to um she's going to attack them and to get they're 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 no match for her but when but sora comes in and and sora fights her sora pushes pushes her back and sora and riku do this do this move together and they push the darkness out of aqua or like i mean darkness is still in there because she's not pure light but they like restore her to her true self, um, and she's back. They they get her out of the realm of darkness, and now she can go uh, wake up Ventus. And so they wake up Ventus, and the the Guardians of Light are are coming together. Um, they're they're assembling their team, 
And, you know, at that point, they're just like, yay! It doesn't really... They, they, they kind of play coy about, like, who the specific seven are because there's, like, way more than seven. So it's just like, hey, you're kind of all working together. It doesn't really matter which of you are the actual seven Guardians of Light. So the seven, uh, Sora, Riku, Mickey, Kira, Lee, Aqua, and, uh... Oh, there's one fucking more. There's, that's be, six of the seven. Yeah, yeah Sora, Sora, Riku, Kairi, Mickey, Lee, Aqua, and Ventus. Oh, yeah, Ventus. Yeah. I forgot yeah. that. But, like, Donald and Goofy are there, too. So they're just like, ah, there's, like, nine Guardians of Light. Yeah. But, but Donald and um, Goofy don't Donald. really count. Yeah, fuck Donald. That guy sucks. <laughs> right. Again, I still blame him for a lot of what happens in the series. Because he just wouldn't let Riku come with them back in the first game. Um. Anywho. They're like, alright. We gotta go. We gotta go fight them. Um. And they go, they go and fight the True Organization 13. Um, they get Roxas back. And it turns out, like, that's what Demix and Vexen were up to. They were helping them get Roxas back. Um, they got him, like, into his own. Basically, they, like, made, like, empty replica bodies. So that when, like, Roxas' heart came out of Sora, because, you know, like, Roxas had his own heart, they just put it into this replica body. And now he has his own body. And, like, that's how Shion came back, too. Um, it's how they bring Namine back eventually, like, later on in the game. Um, and they, they, they get, make their way through the true Organization 13, most of them. Um, they end up getting Terra back through this, because it turns out, it's like, this whole time, Ansem, the Seeker of Darkness, he's had, like, he's had, like, this guardian. Um, just this great big shadowy figure. Turns out the whole time, this was Terra. This was what was, like, left of Terra after, like, Xehanort had, had taken the body for himself. Um, so Terra finally, like, breaks free from whatever restraints are, like, doing that and, and frees his heart and, and gets his own body back and all that good stuff. Um, and then it's time for Sora to go... To go up and fight uh, young Xehanort, Xemnas, and Ansem all at the same time. Um, and he kicks their asses. And then it's finally, finally in the end, um, time to go fight Xehanort. Um, he's not ready to until Xehanort just fucking kills Kyrie. No! Right? Xehanort kills Kyrie. So, Sora's pissed. He goes, he goes and fights Xehanort. Um, in the end, uh, Xehanort just kind of, he just kind of accepts defeat. Um, Ericus's ghost kind of comes back, and he's like, hey, we used to be friends. You used to be cool. Come on, just, just be dead. They beat you. Just come with me, and we can, we can just be chill together. And Xehanort's like, oh, all right. We can, we'll go be chill together. Um, and they're like, we did it. We beat Xehanort. We beat, we beat all the 13 darknesses. We didn't, you know, cause, you know, the events of the Keyblade War to happen again. But Sora's like, yeah, but Kyrie's dead. We can't, Kyrie can't be dead. I have to go, I have to go do something about this. Um, so Sora uh, returns to this place 
that I did kind of skim over this. Sora does technically die, like, earlier in the game. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of skipped over the main place... character dying. <laughs> yeah, he goes to this place called the Final World, okay. where he he pieces himself, like, back together and comes back to, like, before he died and, like, fixes it, right? So he now he willingly goes back to the Final World, and he speaks to uh, Chirithi is there. I can't believe I didn't explain who Chirithi is. Chirithi was, like, part of the mobile game. Like, everyone gets, like, their own Chirithi, and it's, like, their companion. Okay, okay that's the simple so, way to explain it. So it's like a, uh, a Palico or a, something in mm-hmm. Monster Hunter. Yeah, yeah, very similar. Um, and in fa- it's believed, especially, actually, I think it's pretty much confirmed based on, uh, like, a scene at the very end of the game, that this specific Chirithi was, was Ven's Chirithi. Okay. And I think that's, like, in later games, going to be our key to, like, understanding, like, what happened to Ven in between the mobile game and Birth by Sleep and, like, how, you know, all that happened and what happened. Because it just doesn't make any sense right now, currently. How is he hundreds of years old? It... But, you know, he loses all his memories, so we didn't have to worry about it, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so or maybe the mobile game and, like, the final update that I don't think is out yet. Maybe that'll explain it. I don't know. So Sora says Kiri can't be dead, tries to get up, get Kiri back. And I had like a little yes. side note that says Sora died, went to the final world, pieces himself together before he died, fixes it, yes. returns back. Mm-hmm. Also, there's a little Cheerio named... Uh, Cheerithy. Cheerithy. How do you spell that? C-H-I-R-I-T-H-Y. Okay. Um, named what? Does it have a name? No, it's just it. They're all just named Chirithi. <laughs> that's their species name, and that's their name. Name. They're all just named Chirithi. Okay. Um. But Sora speaks to this Chirithi, and he's and this is um the DLC now to the game. It's called Remind. This was like a story expansion to extend on this, right? Okay, so this is a new game. Or it's the same it's, game DLC. It's the yeah, it's the DLC to three. Um, and so he's like, he's like, Chirithi, you need to help me um, make it so Kyrie doesn't die. And Chirithi's like, well, that's really complicated because I can't just send you back to before because then it'll just happen the same way again. So I can kind of spend send your spirit back, and you can jump from person to person, and you'll like. All these people will have, like, parts of her, so you'll need to, like, collect, like, her pieces, and it's very complicated. It was basically kind of just a way to, like, let you replay um, the final fights, but as the other characters that were, like, your companions then, because I think people wanted to be able to play as those other characters. Um, but essentially, he, he he brings Kyrie back. They fight Xehanort together now. Um and she doesn't die. But he has to disappear for it. So now Sora's gone. Um and 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 Riku and Kairi and everybody, they make it their mission now to get Sora back. Right? Where did he go? How do we get him back? Um and and Kairi um lets her like falls asleep for a year, which is it's weird. This is the second time a character has fallen asleep for a year. Um, and and Riku's just kind of going around searching for clues. And 
this is where we get to the most recently released game, the last game chronologically currently, Melody of Memory, the canon rhythm game. So, Kiri falls asleep for the year, Riku's looking for pieces of, of Sora. Yeah, Riku's looking for Sora, trying to find any clues to where he is, right? So, when Kairi's asleep, they're, like, looking through, like, her memories, they're looking through and what's this whatever they can. This is Melody of Memory. It's the rhythm game. Melody uh-huh. This is this is the rhythm game that is canon and has story that is important to the overall plot. I just want to remind you. It's kind of fucking bad. How ridiculous. We started with a mobile game. We're ending here with a rhythm game. This is an RPG series. You got to do what you got to do. This is a you fucking do- long episode, dude. Oh, oh yeah, shit. <laughs> this is this is a this is a double feature here. Have a fucking. Which you know what? It's fine. We like missed an episode like one time, so this is like kind of making up for it, right? Very true. Yeah, we're killing it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, melody of memory. Uh. Mm-hmm. So most of this game is just the rhythm game stuff. You go through the songs from previous games. Kyrie's like narrating the events of what happened before, whatever. Uh, we get to the end now. And Kyrie confronts her memories of Xehanort. Because Xehanort's, like, totally gone now, right? Remember? Um, she confronts her memories of Xehanort, who are kind of speaking through her. We, She gets some flashbacks. We kind of learn a little bit about how she got to Destiny Islands uh, from Radiant Garden. Which, by the way, oh my god, I totally forgot to mention. Hollow Bastion and Radiant Garden are the same world. We find that out at, the, at like, the end of Kingdom Hearts 2. Uh, Radiant Garden became Hollow Bastion because, okay. like, it was all bleak and dreary, so it wasn't like a nice garden anymore. Okay. It was just like this big, like, machine thing. And so that's the same world. That might be important. Again, I we saw this quiz, this thirty-five question quiz to take, and I don't know what questions are on it except for the first question I'm looking at. Um, but um. They kind of, they basically, this, through this, they find out where Sora is. And, oh, this is where it gets absolutely nuts, right? As if it hadn't already, I say. <laughs> I say yes. as if it hadn't already. <laughs> um, they discover, you know, they're, they discover Sora, they're, they're, so they're talking through it. I want to, I want to talk through this the same way they do they're like well we have we have the realm of light the realm of dark the realm in between and of course this encompasses the realms of of memories and and dreams and data but but those are all those are all reality what's on the flip side of that unreality or fiction he's in a fictional world think back to some things that i said might be important and come up later where the hell i want you to guess where the hell do you think sora is right now um wait 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 i i so i think i actually have this between one and two nope not between one and two okay Okay. this is something i mentioned during three i said would come up again he's in a fictional world uh, is he in uh, Rex's world? He's in Virum Rex. He's in the the world of that video game. Okay, okay. Well, I just got really confused there for a second because there's a part where 
I don't know, between one and two. My life has sent time travel back to the mobile games to learn oh, shit, so it might be yeah. important, so fucking I get this, that. please remember this, man, it's important. I, wrote that I get that. I, like, I understand that's gotta that. Okay. <laughs> now. Okay. So we're in a fictional world. He's in Rex's mm-hmm. video. Holy they shit, is he, the to... whatever? Yeah, he, so Yozora? actually, I wanted to come back to this now. This is still another part of Remind. The real, like, final, like, secret boss of Remind is Sora fighting Yozora. Um, and we still don't really understand why. We still don't really understand what's going on with that. Um, but that does happen. They do fight. And we kind of get, like, a secret ending that we see um, Riku in that world now. So we know that he goes there. And he kind of already, like, determined he was going to go there. Um, but without Kairi. Kyrie is like, I still need to train. I'm not done training, which I think is stupid because she was literally like in when she was training with Lee, she was in like a realm where time didn't pass. So she literally had all the time in the world to train. And she's like, I'm not I'm not done training yet. They just won't let her do anything. (laughs) It makes me so mad. Even in the game where she's the main character in the rhythm game. You only play as her for one level. The fuck? <laughs> it's ridiculous. They don't let her do anything. Anyway, she's like, I'm going to go train with Aqua now. Um, and that's pretty much where the game ends. It offers very little new story. And I'm sure in the next game, they'll just recap everything that was there anyway. Now, it's time for the quiz. It's I don't something. think the quiz will have anything from Melody of Memory. Because it says, a quiz of Kingdom Hearts throughout the series so far, even a few questions pertaining to Kingdom Hearts 3. Okay. Okay? Um, you want to share your screen with me? You can read I was, the questions. I was just going to read the questions to you. Okay, yeah, let's do it. All right, let's do okay. this. And I'll, I'll read you the options. So, question one. Who does Terra choose as his successor? Um, Sora, Riku, Kairi, or Roxas? Terra chooses his successor. This is going to be in Birth by Sleep. Terrigan mm-hmm. passes Keyblade onto Riku. Riku. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking took notes. Dude. Okay, it's not. It's I'm not one telling you. One. It's not gonna tell you if the answers are right or not. But I should. I. I know. I know these things. You got that one right. I'm one for one. Let's go. Uh, where is Master Xehanort originally from? Uh, Radiant Master- Garden, Twilight Town, Land of Departure, or Destiny Islands? Yeah, uh, lives on Destiny Island. Yes. Destiny Islands is correct. Who was originally Ven's master? Yen Sid, Ansem the Wise, Master Xehanort, or Master Ericus? Um, um, I want to say it's... I want to say it's Ericus. Ooh, it's Zaynor. Goes to study... Wait, 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 wait. Wait, okay, no. it's Zayn. I mean, I got, I got it wrong. wrong. I got it wrong. That's a wrong answer. I didn't write that down. Fuck. <laughs> um, I wrote that Zayn or goes ooh. to study with Ericus. Oh, no. I didn't really tell you this one. I, gonna, ooh. Question four, it. I didn't really tell you, but I think you might be able to figure it out. Okay, let's try. Based on what I have told you. So... In Kingdom Hearts, who opened the door on Destiny Islands? Is it Sora, Riku, Kairi, or Terra? I didn't really tell you about the door, but 
maybe so, you'll get it. I don't think it's Sora. If it's going to be anybody, it's going to be Kyra. Kyra. Let's pronounce Kyrie. Yeah, I don't know why I said Kyra. I'm honestly, I'm not, by the way this question is worded, I'm not entirely sure which one would be correct, but I think it should be Riku, but I'm going to put Kyrie because that's what you said. Um, oh no. I absolutely didn't tell you this one. This is going to be a complete guess from you. What is the name of the fruit on Destiny Islands that intertwines people's destinies together? Paupu fruit, star fruit, dragon fruit, or monkey fruit? It's got to be star fruit because stars, you always look to the stars to find your destiny. It's got to be something. Mm, you'd think, yeah. You're, oh, you're so close too. You're so, it's paupu fruit, but it's shaped like a star. Paupu fruit. Like, yeah, why? I didn't tell why? you that one. I didn't tell you that one. That's just what's called. It's it's there. <laughs> I completely like didn't tell you that one. Wow. It's okay. Good. There's there's a point off for me for my teaching. Yeah, um, can we add? We can add that onto my point. So we take a, a point. So if it's a point off from you, let's say like the question or the quiz is now to thirty four. Oh yeah, yeah. Point off for me is like an extra point for you. Yeah. So like yeah, so, yeah. That'd be cool. Okay. Yeah. 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 So. I feel like yeah, that so, makes sense. Yeah, so purposely make sure that one's right. I guess mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And that's actually two for me because I didn't really tell you about the door. I'm not. I'm not gonna like. We just created this one, so like the last one doesn't count, but the fruit's good. We'll we'll do it okay. for the fruit now. Okay. All right. Which means there's a there's a potential for you to get extra credit if you get ones right that I didn't tell you. Yeah, maybe like yeah, maybe then for every one I get right that you didn't tell me, I just get one extra point added on at the end. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. Okay. Makes fair. Question number six: Who was the Keyblade originally intended for at the beginning of Kingdom Hearts? Hmm. Oh, I'm not at the beginning. Like at the very like beginning of the story. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Was it for Luxu or whatever? Oh, I didn't give you the options. Sorry. Riku, <laughs> Sora, Kairi, or Titus. No, it means like the first game, not... Oh, not the beginning, beginning. Yeah. Okay. I totally forgot to give you the options. Riku, Sora, Kairi, and Titus. Riku, Sora, Um, Birth by Sleep, is that the I'll first one? I'll tell you one? right now, it's not Titus. <laughs> okay, I figured it wasn't because I never heard that name, so I was like, okay, good, good, good. It's Titus from uh, Final Fantasy X, but like he's a kid. Oh, it's for Sora, isn't it? Isn't it supposed to be for Sora? It's supposed to be for Riku. Riku. Fuck. What were... Uh, question seven. What were Sora, Kairi, oh, and Oh, yeah, because Terra was going to pass his Keyblade on to Riku. Yeah. Yeah. What okay. were Sora, Kairi, and Riku working on prior to the start of Kingdom Hearts? Oh. A raft, a pool, a house, or a tree house? They were going to build a dope-ass treasure planet ship. I need one of the answers. Okay, it's got to be a raft. <laughs> A raft, yeah. <laughs> um, ooh, I did not tell you this one. Just so let me mark an extra point for you, and let's see if you can get it. What is the name of Sora's Keyblade? Kingdom Key, Way to Dawn, Kingdom Key D, or Rainfell? I feel like it's Kingdom Key. Absolutely. Like- Fun fact, Kingdom Key D is Mickey's Keyblade. The D stands for darkness. He has, like, the dark, like, opposite of it. I thought it would have stood for Disney, because Disney likes to market inside of their... <laughs> <laughs> so 
There you go. There's an extra point for you. Good job. Yeah, yeah that's two points, baby. Let's go. All right. Let's see if you can figure this one out. I gave you all the information for it, but I didn't explicitly tell you. Okay. How old is Sora in Kingdom Hearts and Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories? 15, 14, 16, or 17? So he'd slept... Hmm. He'd slept for a year. Didn't he sleep for a year at this point? The year Sora's was, 14. Uh, after Chain Sora's of 14. He was 14. Yep, correct. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I told you he was four in Birth by Sleep. And yep. the first game is 10 years later. Yeah, I got a note that says 10 years later, finally to the first <laughs> game. Sora's 14 mm-hmm. now. <laughs> oh, I think I did actually say he's 14. Um, okay. Yeah, I think he did. <laughs> oh, no, I did, I did tell you this one. What was the first world on Sora's journey? Traverse Town, Castle Oblivion, Twilight Town, or Land of Departure? Yes, Traverse Town. In Kingdom Hearts 2, what was the only message in Jiminy's journal? i surprised I told you this one. Um, um, it was like it, something... Th- is it thank Namine, thank Kyrie, find Mickey, or the journal was blank? Journal empty minus nominee. So it's got to be thank nominee. Thank nominee. Absolutely. In Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, what were Terra and Aqua preparing for? The Mark of Mastery, a wedding, adopting Ventus, or saving the world? Who were training for what? What were they preparing for? The what Mark were the of teams? Mastery, a wedding, adopting Ventus, or saving the world? Wasn't it um, the mark of mastery? Absolutely. But then one of them didn't make it. Yes, correct. And that was Riku, right? Ooh, ooh. Uh, T- Terra didn't didn't get it. Oh yeah, Terra didn't get it. In Kingdom Hearts: Birth by Sleep, I didn't tell you this one, so here's going to be an extra point for you. Okay. This is a very specific one. This is not like part of the broad plot. In Kingdom Hearts: Birth by Sleep, who asked Aqua out on a date? Was it Zack, Lee, Bragg, or Ienzo? So, I'm going to scroll down to the bottom here because there's a list of names where they were doing shit together. What were the names, again, that you just said? Zach, Lee, Bragg, or Ienzo. So, I don't think it would be Bragg. Because Bragg's one of the bad dudes. Mm-hmm. So, this is, remember, this happened in, in Birth by Sleep. Yeah. Um, and then what were the other three? Zach. I don't even remember mm-hmm. Zach. So there was probably but does that mean Zach. anything? Does yeah. that mean anything? I could have just not told you about yeah, that. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, there probably is a Zach. <laughs> like, just because that name just seems way too out there when everyone else's name is like Sora and dope shit. Um, what were the other two besides? Lee and Ienzo. I feel like it's Lee. It was Zach. What the fuck? See, I knew it. I knew it. I knew I should have trusted me. It's, that it's, uh, it's, it's Zach it. from, from Crisis Core. I fucking, I gotta trust That's your okay, gut. That's okay, you people. still get the point. Yeah, this is just a lesson in trusting you, your but... gut. <laughs> God, um, in Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance, who became a true Keyblade Master? Lee, Roxas, Riku, or Sora? Riku gets Mark of Mastery, Sora fucking fails. <laughs> yep, it's Riku. <laughs> it's like an act. You gotta read these notes. These notes are so fucking stupid. <laughs> In Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories, who manipulated the memories of Sora, Donald, and Goofy? Was it Namine, Marluxia, 
Larxene, or Axel? Uh, it was Nominee. It was Nominee. Because she first started fucking with Sora as he was moving. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. I didn't tell you this one. This is this isn't even about the plot. <laughs> this one this one's not even about the plot. So yeah. we'll see if you can get this. All right. All right. In Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix, what is the name of the area where the data battles of Organization 13 can be fought? The Cavern of Remembrance, the Garden of Assemblage, where nothing gathers, or the world that never was? Can you repeat the answer again? Cavern of Remembrance? Garden of Assembly. I feel like it's got to be Cavern of Where Nothing Gathers or World That Never Was. Is it Remembrance? Oh, it's the Garden of Assemblage. Fuck. Um, ooh, I, I did tell you this one. In Kingdom Hearts, what is the name of the final world on Sora's journey? End of the World? The World That Never Was? Castle Oblivion? Or Realm of Darkness? Kingdom Hearts It's gotta be the realm of darkness, because that's where they were trying to It's end of the world, and I did tell you that. I did tell Fuck, you that. yes, I see it. Sora has to follow Ansem who hasn't merged with Riku. End of the world, world that is an amalgamation of worlds that have fallen into darkness before. Yeah. Fuck. And I even told you that earlier. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. Um, in Birth by Sleep, who did Aqua sacrifice herself to save? Was it Terra, Ventus, Kyrie, or Master Ericus? Oh, um, that's sorry. When you first say it, like I gotta like try to find my notes. So uh-huh. Aqua. Um. So what was the question again? I'm sorry. In Birth by Sleep, who did Terra? Who, who did who did Aqua sacrifice herself to save? Was it Terra, Ventus, Kyrie, or Master Ericus? Wow, this is great content. This just solid. So I'm reading. Silence. I'm reading through these fucking notes. <laughs> it's so like all of my notes are so convoluted. Like none of this makes sense. Like uh-huh. if you just take a single line, it's like, what the? This, this dude has a fever dream and just writing it down. <laughs> like, um, it's it's got to be Tara. Yeah, there's Tara. I accidentally said his name, and I was just really hoping you didn't catch it. I like. I was so fucking zoned um, in there trying to find shit. <laughs> Hmm, okay. I kind of told you this one. It's asking it in, like, a weird way. Like, it's worded differently than I would have worded okay. it. But at the end of Dream Drop Distance, who returns? Is it Master Xehanort, Terra, Aqua, or Ventus? Who returns at the end of Dream Drop Distance? Um, this is where we started talking about time travel. Mm-hmm. So it's got to be Zayn. Yeah. I technically, like, I told you he came back and recoded, but, like, technically, like, he wasn't really back yet. They were just like, he's going to come back. I just thought it was easier to say it that way. But then the question had to be worded more specifically. Um, okay. Who is Roxas the nobody of? Ventus, Sora, Riku, or Vanitas? Roxas, Sora. Sora, yep. 
Ooh, okay. Here's one I didn't tell you. So here's your chance to get an extra point. Double or nothing. What are the two keyblades Roxas wields? Oathkeeper and Oblivion, Kingdom Key and Kingdom Key D, Way to Dawn and Kingdom Key, or none? So I'm pretty sure it's Kingdom Key and Kingdom Key D, because if I remember that, you just told me that. Kingdom Key is Sora's Keyblade, and Kingdom Key D is Mickey's. And while, while Roxas does wield Kingdom Key when he's just wielding one Keyblade, when he's wielding two, it is Oathkeeper and Oblivion. Okay. Um, in Kingdom Hearts 2, who does Organization 13 keep referring to Sora as? I'm going to give you like a half extra point, because while I didn't tell you this one, I think you should be able to figure it out. So do they refer to him as Ventus, Roxas, Venetus, or Shion? Roxas. Yeah. I'll give you like a half extra point for that one because like it should be like easy to figure out, but I didn't tell you. Oh, in Kingdom Hearts 358 Days Over 2, who was the 14th member? Shion, Kyrie, Shion. Aqua, or Naminé? Yeah, Shion, because at this point Shion. I started writing Organization 14, or Organization 13, but there's 14 members every time you said Organization 13. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there's a lot. That's probably why my fingers are cramping. I was adding so much useless <laughs> shit. Um... Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't tell you this one. In Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories, who forced Sora to remember Naminé? Uh, Axel, Zexion, Vexen, or Larxene? I'm sure the two that turned on them. It's Ve- okay. It's this, is weirded, be this is weirded kind of. This is weirded kind of. This is worded kind of weird. Let me let me rephrase this question. For to make this easier. In Chain of Memories, who forces Sora to realize that, like, Naminé is lying, pretty much? Is it Vexen? Because Vexen uh, and Dinix were, like, always... It was Larxene. (laughs) Oh, fuck. No, he's he's not cool with Dinix until 3. Okay. Uh, Here's another one I didn't tell you. Um, How many floors are in Castle Oblivion? 10, 5, 13, or 14. Really, there's more, but, like, it's how many you travel in in the game. Is it 10? 10, 5, 13, or 14. I feel like 10 is a pretty good round number. It's 13. We're talking about Kingdom Hearts here. Come on now. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's fucking, but then it, they're, like, Zach-assed out. Um, oh, my God. Wow, I really... Like, so many of these aren't... Plot questions, though. So I feel like this isn't entirely on me for not telling you no, you're these good. things. Because this next one is, uh, what is the name of Master Ericus's Keyblade? Master Keeper, Kingdom Key, Way to Dawn, or Kingdom Key D? So it can't be Kingdom Key, because that's can't Sora's. can't be Kingdom okay. Key D, because that's Disney trying to keep marketing in their own Mickey Mouse game. Um, mm-hmm. What were the other two names? Master Keeper or Way to Dawn? Way to Dawn sounds so much fucking cooler, but I feel like I have to go with Master Keeper. I, I think you're right. I'm actually not entirely confident on that one, but I'm pretty sure you're right. Um, in Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories, what promise does Sora make to Naminé? To protect her? To marry her? To save her? Or to reunite her with Kairi? 
um, Chain of Memories. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So there's not many memories of faith in the It's true. Tricks are I feel like to protect her. I think yep. it was to protect her. And you know what? Something I totally forgot to tell you. What? Uh, that I'll tell you now, just in case it comes up in these last few questions. All right. Well. Um, Naminé is Kyrie's nobody. Kyrie doesn't get a heartless because she has a heart of pure light, but she did get a nobody when her heart went to Sora, and that's Naminé. Okay. <laughs> okay. I can't believe I just completely glossed over that. Um, in Kingdom Hearts 2, who abducted Kyrie after she got away from Axel? Zigbar, Luxord, Xemnas, or Saix? I didn't tell you this one. So that's an extra point for you, but let's see if you can if you can guess. So Zigbar, Luxord. Zigbar, Luxord, Xemnas, or Saix? Who abducted Kyrie after she got away from Axel? I feel like it's probably So in this one, Axel and Roxas are like buddies. Mm-hmm. So was Axel one of the answers? No. Okay. Never mind. So it it's matter. after she gets away from Axel. Okay. So, I'm, so I'm Axel gonna... was already going after her. Who, after she gets away, who abducts her? I want to say it's Xemnas. Saix. But that's okay, because you still get the point. You just don't get extra credit. Um, in Kingdom Hearts Coded, who is the hero? Sora, Riku, Data Sora, or Roxas? Kingdom Hearts Riku. Okay, can you repeat that one more time? I'm sorry. Who is the hero? Sora, Riku, Data Sora, or Roxas? So it's going to be Star Trek Data Sora. Data Sora. Yep. I see what you did there. <laughs> All right. You got five questions left. In Kingdom Hearts, what world did Sora temporarily lose possession of the Keyblade? Olympus Colosseum, Neverland, End of the World, or Hollow Bastion? Was it Hollow Bastion? It's Hollow Bastion. Good job. I feel like I'm doing pretty fucking good. I think that's like a testament to you, though. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, and you writing literally everything I said down. That's true. I did do that. <laughs> Uh, in Chain of Memories, who tried to force Riku to submit to darkness? Was it uh, Lexius, Vexen, Ansem, or Marluxia? I didn't really tell you this one. I kind of s- skimmed over Riku's story. So um, let's see if you can get extra credit on it. So what were the answers again? Um, Lexius, Vexen, Ansem, or Marluxia? Okay. Oh, no, I guess I did tell you this one. Hmm. Then what was the question? I was thinking of a different thing. Who tried to force Riku to submit to darkness? Guess I... Hmm. I'm actually not sure. I could see this one going two ways. I want to say it's Marluxia. Well, that's not one of the two ways I could see it going, so... <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> No, Riku never met Marluxia. Marluxia was just dealing with Sora. Okay, yeah, I um, see that. In Kingdom Hearts 2, 
Where did Sora, Donald, and Goofy wake up? Twilight Town, Castle Oblivion, Hollow Bastion, or Destiny Islands? And I didn't really tell you this one, so I'll give you... That'll make that count, but let's see if you can get the extra credit on it. Um, Kingdom Hearts 2? Mm-hmm. Where did they wake up? Twilight Town, Castle Oblivion, Hollow Bastion, or Destiny Islands? Let's see here. Yeah, good job. <laughs> I totally like. I didn't tell you that because they went to sleep in in Castle Oblivion, but yeah, they woke up in Twilight Town. Um. Oh, okay. I see. This was actually written before Kingdom Hearts three, so I guess these last few questions are like based on what was already known about three before it came out. Okay. Um. So it says in the upcoming Kingdom Hearts three. Sora has reached the title of Keyblade Master. True or false? Sora has not reached the rank of Keyblade Master at this point. Correct. You are correct. Um, oh, no, never mind. This one is based on the first game. I thought, like, the last three would all be Kingdom Hearts 3, but maybe it was just that one. Um, in Kingdom Hearts, Kairi's heart sought shelter in Sora's. True or false? Kairi's heart shot shelter in Sora's. Yes, I wrote Kairi knocked out, but now Kairi's in Sora? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Who made this fucking game? <laughs> so yeah, found. Um, yeah, and Sora. That's true. Alright. In Kingdom Hearts 2, final question. In Kingdom Hearts 2, who held... What? Oh. Oh, I didn't even tell you this one. I have to give you... I have to give you this one. But let's see if you can figure it out. In Kingdom Hearts 2, who held off the Heartless while Sora and the rest went after Xemnas? Was it Maleficent and Pete, Riku and King Mickey, Axel and Saix, or Axel and Roxas? We know that someone was holding off the Heartless. Because you said something about... No, not maybe in a different part, but not in this instance. Not okay. in the part that this is talking about. Okay, what were the answers then? Again? Maleficent and Pete, Riku and King Mickey, Axel and Saix, or Axel and Roxas? I'm going to go with Axel and Roxas. It was Maleficent and Pete. What the fuck with their axles? They were con- yeah, they were, they were the ones controlling the Heartless, but they... Well, they had lost control of the Heartless, and they're trying to, trying to hold them off. Okay. It was it was a very temporary truce. All right. Okay. A moment of ceasefire. Um, all right. We're yeah. submitting our answers, and you got twenty three out of thirty five correct. However, with the extra eleven and a half points that I have to get <laughs> you for things I did not tell you, I'm disappointed that there's so many I didn't tell you. Um, in the two and a half hours that we spent talking about it. Um, got a 34 and a half. <laughs> 34 and a half? Yeah, wow. Look at that. Jesus Christ. Now, that's still some you got completely wrong, just yeah. also other ones you managed to guess right on. I feel like but the yeah. ones that you told me, I only missed like a couple of those. I feel like most yeah. of the ones I missed. Oh, yeah, of the ones I told you, I think, I think you only missed like two. Yeah. Um, 
So let's say let's say twenty three out of twenty five. Yeah. And then a twenty three out of thirty five for the ones that we did just didn't cover. And then like mm-hmm. we'll just say like an overall bullshit score of thirty four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow, this has been fun. I fucking like this one. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd love for to like do like more of these quizzes. Maybe maybe this next time fun. I'll uh, I'll try to explain something to you. And <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. Next time techniques. we have like a like a week where there's nothing to talk about, I'd really like to do that. Yeah. That'd be fun, yeah. I also <laughs> think like we should do more of these quizzes, like but like take one together. Oh, I'd be good. Um, like like before like Loki premieres, we could do like find like a Loki quiz or something and see just how many we can get right together. That'd be fun, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down. Do stuff like that. All right. Well, anyway, um, we've been recording for two hours and forty minutes, so. Hope you all enjoyed this supersized episode of Awkward Pals. Um, I 100% totally thought we could get this done within an hour, and I was completely wrong. You know, it, it is what it is. <laughs> um, that's just through my own uh, predisposition to like info dump so much. Um, like you can tell, like I even, I was even like rushing through the end there. Yeah. <laughs> well, like you can, you'll notice once, um, like we get to like page eight ish. Like whole games just start taking place in like a half a page, whereas before, like, yeah, like one game, like the first mobile games took a page. Well, I think and part half. of it is like I was explaining games and like concepts at the same time. So yeah. then we get to later games, and it's like okay, well that concept's already been already explained. Better. Yeah, that's that's very true. The basis of it was, but also too. like I rushed through two. There's barely anything to say about recoded. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Zero point two. Yeah, 0.2 is just a very short game. Yeah. So, um, also not much to say about that one. But yeah, I would, I would totally love for like, yeah, next time there's like an episode where we don't like have anything to talk about, we should totally, totally like have you do, like, do this to me for something. I'll, uh, I'll think of something then. I'll think of something that's super convoluted that I can think of off the top of my head. All right. So, um, Anyway, oh, this will be a, oh, God. You know what I'm not looking forward to, though? Editing. Doing the video version of this episode. Oh, Christ, no. Because we've launched video versions of the podcast. Well, at least the first episode. I'm working I'm working on it. Um, I wanted it to be, I totally intended to announce this at the top of the episode, but if you're still listening, kudos, kudos to you. Um, but, yeah, I, I wanted it to, like, I didn't want it to just be like, oh, an animated background with the audio playing with like a visualizer. I wanted there to be something to look at. So I'm putting in like relevant footage in the background to like what we're talking about, which is easy when we're talking about like a movie or whatever, because I can like play the trailer if we're talking generally or if we're talking about a specific scene, I can put the scene in the background. But I also didn't want it to be like, oh, if you're not watching, you're going to miss something. So it's there if you anyway, or if you just that's an option. Watching. But you can always listen first uh, on whatever platform you listen to podcasts to. So, what were you saying? I interrupted you. Oh, I just said uh, that's, there's another option if you want to listen to our voices oh. again. You know? Okay. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, that's out on my YouTube channel, Crystal Rivers. Um, and if you want more from me on other things, um, I'm on Twitter and Twitch, Crystal underscore underscore Rivers. That's with two underscores. Um, Hopefully, 
this week I should be like actually getting back into Twitch. The past couple of weeks I've just been slow because um, I, I was finishing up last, my semester, but I'm all done with that now. So hopefully I can get back to a good streaming schedule. Uh, Colton, do you want to plug something? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, WhamnutQuinn and make sure the N comes before the L in Wham. All right, well, that cut off on my end, but hopefully your own microphone picked it up. I think it, I think it did. I got some audio marks here. Huh. All right. That's uh, probably just Discord being weird and being Discord. Anyway, we need to sign off before this hits the three-hour mark. I'm going to send you a three-hour recording. I'm just going to keep recording for the next 17 minutes. It's just going to be a silence. <laughs> All right. Peace. Adios. Uh,